thanks to Nuticon for the subscription. Welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's D Ultra D. I didn't even see that. You're D Ultra D. D Ultra D. I used to play as DJ Ultra D. That's my name on Pokemon Red Blue back in the day. DJ Ultra D. Ultra D. Why DJ? I don't know. Well, I was like 13. When I remixed music for all my combo videos, I called myself DJ Chenzor. Okay, so. well, there's at least more reason for you to do yeah, that than, yeah. than there was for me. Anyway, welcome now, to the Tuesday I, now, Show. Like I said, now my DJ name is JC Nile, right? Yeah, it's very so, cool. Yeah, uh-huh. So, there all you right, go. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So... We're going to be talking about various things today. It turns out that there is a ton of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, not even man. just like game news stuff, but just stuff happening. A lot. There's a lot of stuff happening. A lot, happening. somehow. Yeah. We're going to be talking at first about these results that are up here. NEC, Red Bull Japan Saga, and more. We'll talk about the world tours. Basically all of them. <laughs> I mean, we're basically gonna, all of them are wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, hey, woo! woo! Send us a tap to GG. But yeah, we're going to talk about the, those results because they affect... The, yes. the, stand, the, the, the world tour the stuff. The biggest news yes. is the world tour stuff, but to get there, we got to talk about the tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting stuff on 5-5 that we've, it has just become basically, let's talk about weird things. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking less, about... Less about debate, but just us talking about the crazy matchups of stuff. the FGC. Weird stuff. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Tom Brady and there. We'll talk about Guilty Gear as well, and as well as viewer questions, some of which were quite interesting, I felt. Uh, we will talk cool. about I other game the, news as well. I haven't seen the viewer questions yet, so okay, I'll have well, real-time reactions. And yes, I am looking much younger all of a sudden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You shaved a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I went, uh, cut my hair, shaved, and uh, went home because I went to go see my parents. And I was Aye, like, right, okay. I'll clean up for them. So, all right, yeah. fair enough. Well, mm-hmm. let's start, like we said, by talking about tournament results. Okay. All right. So, this past weekend in the United States of America was Thanksgiving. That was Thursday. And then the weekend of Thanksgiving, that follows Thanksgiving, is very commonly like a holiday weekend <laughs> that people take. You know, maybe you spend it with your family or doing something, yeah. right? Um, NEC was this weekend. And... It's a bit of a bummer that it was this weekend, but I understand why they put it here. They're trying to find a weekend that doesn't have like the Capcom Cup on yeah, it or the Tekken World Tour true. Finals on it, and there's just and it can't be uh, Christmas. That's even more of a no-no right, than Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Uh, so they had like just a couple weeks to choose from, and they this was the one that they picked. So unfortunately, uh, much less well attended than other NECs. What up, best five, uh, everybody? Um, typically, NEC is well attended, right? It's quite big. This weekend was not really the case, but, you know, that's not really NEC's fault. It was just mm-hmm. them trying to find a weekend that things would work. Yeah, and it was uh-huh. Unfortunately, one that is... I couldn't go, for example, right? Like, I would have loved to have gone to the MK Pro Competition thing <laughs> there, but... It was Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, next this coming weekend, obviously, the Tekken World Tour yeah. Finals. Yeah. I mean, And then Capcom Cup. Yeah, what about last weekend, though? Last weekend could have been... Last weekend was three things, remember? It oh, was that's right. super yeah, busy yeah, last weekend. Right. Anyway, look, it's that, that's how it ended up. So there were about 400 people there, I, is what I heard. Um, the biggest one there, the biggest game there, was Mortal Kombat 11. And that makes sense because it was the last chance to get points on the Mortal Kombat Pro Competition. Mm-hmm. And so it was very uh, stacked in terms of the players there. Winner of it was CGL Ninja Killer. Nice, yes. Ninja Killer 212, who mostly played Johnny Cage. Yep. He was using a top tier character. And second place, also using top tier character. Echo Fox Sonic Fox! That's right. Collector! He said his. Top five? He he called it top five. According to Fox, maybe top five. Look. 
Fox, we've talked about this before. Fox always has funky opinions when yeah, it comes to uh-huh, tears. Uh-huh. Because, this is my view, if you're somebody who can win a tournament with every character, then you think every character can win right, a tournament, uh-huh, right? It's exactly. very circular. Yeah, it makes uh-huh, total uh-huh. sense. Wait but, a minute, when I use this character, no one can beat me. Right. Clearly, this character is top five. 100%. I really think that's what's going on in their brain. Uh, but... I do think Collector's underrated. I do think Raiden's underrated, which Fox has also said is extremely mm-hmm, good, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, you gotta take Fox's opinion <laughs> with, like, a bit of a grain of salt, I feel. Right. Underrated, sure. Top five, maybe not, Maybe right? not. Uh-huh. Maybe not. But pretty good, for sure. Because his top five rating is gonna be, like, Raiden, Collector, yeah, it's you gonna know? Be the, it's gonna be the weirdos, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But, you know, congrats to, to Fox. Uh, they stuck with Collector, which is pretty cool, even though Ninja Killer ended up winning that grand final mm-hmm. set 3-0. It was yeah, blow up. Yeah. But, uh, was Fox he was, uh, not Ninja Killer using the, the new Johnny Cage variety? I think he used Showstopper, if oh, I recall okay, correctly, okay. right? Nice. I think okay. that's what it was. Okay. Uh, third was actually Strella Arn Kratos. Who mm-hmm. I heard was, like, a brand new player from Russia or something like that? From Russia? He signed up for the Brazil game show, but I think didn't end up actually playing. Right, so uh-huh. I think this was his first major outside of Russia. Right. Uh-huh. And even in Russia for like online events, he's gotten like second place. He's like they're like <laughs> online Eastern Europe stuff. And he came to the US to the hardest region for MK and NEC, which like I said was stacked and he got third. He got third in it. So super congratulations to him. That's amazing. Is Russia the Pakistan of of Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Hey, that one player qualified for that Injustice tournament that one time, clearly through his own merits, right? That's right. Well, there was a, there was a player who was playing. Okay, okay. It wasn't the guy who came. <laughs> so someone in Russia but was some clearly... Some human was yeah. playing, yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. No, there, there, is a, there is a good scene there. But even within that scene, Arn Kratos has not been the guy who's been doing the big stuff. It's been like the basic and stuff. Um, but anyway, congrats to Arm Kratos. That is super awesome. Yeah, super who does he awesome. use? Uh, he played Shang Tsung only. Oh, dang. Okay, nice. Yeah, very cool. Combat got fourth, and Samij got fifth. And Yeah, see, these are all not just pushovers. Oh, no. Four, uh, then yeah. other fifth was Splash, who also finished fifth last last major. Uh, Dragon and Scar were seventh. Dang. Rewind, Gerd, Deoxys, just outside of that. <laughs> like, it was, again, a very, very stacked event. Because this was the last chance for a lot of people to get the points. Yes. And so some of that was extremely yeah. important in terms of how that ended up. We'll talk about this in a bit. But as a result of this, Combat and Samij tied in points Uh-oh. overall and if you want to find out who got the tiebreaker then stick around for the rest of the tuesday show <laughs> oh no it was uh... <laughs> don't tell them yet no save okay it for later. Yeah, all right fine. yeah okay save it for later it's a big yeah. uh whoa, whoa wait whoa, wait it's uh, not out on the internet all not. over the place it's i'm not. sure right it's you not. know not everybody can just look it up right now <laughs> exactly yeah yeah uh, but yeah, no, really, I mean, the, the points really did matter from this. And a lot of fun to watch. Cool to see that collector doing work. Uh, Soul Calibur Six was won by Skill with Mitsurugi, and then Blue God as well got second, then okay. Blink Horse. Um, I watched a bunch of Soul Calibur Top 8. Oh, okay, because it was the new one. The new right? one, right? So mm-hmm. it's season two now. I had a blast watching it. Uh, I've already, I mean, I like watching yeah, Soul Calibur, yeah, 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 it's a fun uh, game to watch and play. But the changes that they put in there... New moves, new combos you see people are doing. New system uh, mechanics. Yeah, new system mechanics, right. And very interesting to see, like, already Skill has, like, the thesis of how to put this all together. Like, it's oh, very, really? very cool. Oh, okay, okay. He was fast about it, so that was really awesome to see. Tekken 7 was won by Sour Piggy 
Fighting GM got second. Samurai Showdown by Chris G. Sonic Soul got second. And then Smash Ultimate by Ninja, Andy second. Max Euclase with Aegislash won Pokemon Tournament. Oh, oh, okay, okay, and Smash. Okay, and Smash. Uh, Dragon Ball by Sonic Fox. BB Tag by Grover. I watched a bunch of BB Tag as well. Oh, yeah, okay, Um, okay. I mean, you know, it's the same same kind of thing, right? Yeah, new characters are doing work in there. So Grover won it with uh, Adachi, you also Mitsuru Adachi. Okay. So Adachi figured big because Afro Thunder got second, he played Hazama Adachi. Mm -hmm. Weiss Hilda got third, that's played by by Meza. Like, all the new characters are, like, actually figuring in. Very cool to watch. Nice, nice. SFI by Ricky Ortiz. Dang, I didn't watch that one. Oh, dang. Shout okay. out to Ricky. That's so Yeah, I sick. didn't even see that one. Okay. Tega okay. got second. Uh, third Strike by Frankie. All right. DOA by Lord Savior. They had a Power Rangers tournament and Sundula won it with Magna Defender, Cenozoic Blue Ranger, and Goldar. They don't have one of the games listed there, which is okay. uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Okay. Because uh, I just wanted to give a shout outs to Wave Chan. Okay. She got second place. Oh, no way. Yeah, wow. She got second place at the tournament. So Big congrats. Yeah, so shout-outs to Irene. She's That's the one so you cool. know, who always does all the cat versions right. of games and stuff like that. She's always at all the anime conventions selling all the fighting game stuff. So shout-outs to her. That's shout-outs so her. cool. Okay. Yeah. And then Temple Nut won KOF 14. So, again, um, not the most heavily attended tournament ever, but, um, you know, it's Thanksgiving weekends to be expected. <laughs> Just a bummer of, uh, of a timing for it. Like I said, that really did make a difference for the MKPK, though. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, another tournament that had a big impact on the Mortal Kombat Pro Competition, just to go with that, was DreamHack Winter 2019. No, yeah, but it sounded like everybody went to NEC, though, huh? Cause... Well, that's true, but the Intercontinental Combat, which was a process that you had to qualify for uh, by doing other okay, things, Okay, gotcha, right? gotcha, yeah, yeah, So yeah, the yeah, Intercontinental yeah. Combat Finals were there, and winner of that was guaranteed a spot in the Mortal Kombat... Gotcha, right, right. So finals, you, finals. There were, you couldn't enter this tournament. You no. had to qualify for this tournament. That's exactly right. Got it. So that was won by Nivik, by L-O-K Nivik with Jackie. And that is a big surprise, honestly. Um, really? Nivik okay. is a good player and has done really well in the past. Like he's qualified for big things mm-hmm, in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard the name sure. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in MK11, he has honestly not done that well. Okay. Like really, okay. has not had great okay. results. Okay. But he won this thing over players like Foxy Grandpa, who got second. Waz was in there. But Foxy Grandpa was already qualified, right? Yeah, he is. Okay, he okay. is, and so was Dizzy, who's also in there. But okay. yeah, Waz got third. Video Games Yo got fourth, and Shark Teeth and Sacron, and then Dizzy and Dubasic. Oh, dang, that is player. a lot of really strong players. Definitely, there. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, huge congrats to Nivik for doing that. As a result, he's going to be in the. Right. And who is he? You said Jackie, right? Jackie. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not really a character that I feel like I would have expected Nivik to be good with, because I feel like typically he's like a mid rangey kind of dude, and Jackie's mm-hmm. like really in there, but hmm. he okay. played great. It was really cool to watch. Nice. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was won by Leffen. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was won by Leffen. <laughs> the game that... A man who literally in that tournament was talking on Twitter about how just playing the game was like torture to him. Right, because uh-huh, it <laughs> like was so torture. no strategy. Oh, yeah. He won the thing. I mean... <laughs> that's, hey, look, you, you can be good at games that you don't necessarily enjoy. That's true. That's right? true. And in fact, you might be... Because you understand it at that such unfun level that you can take advantage of it more than other... I, don't you also think, like... Come on, dude. 
Like, <laughs> you don't hate it like that. Yeah. Maybe it's not your favorite game. That's clear. But is it is it torture? Come on. <laughs> you you played this thing. You didn't need to enter. You could easily not have entered. Right, right. If it's that much torture, you, you don't have to travel to go to some right? place and play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was in Sweden, his home country, right? So maybe not okay, a big, okay. big travel, but still. Uh, he played Pokemon <laughs> trainer Terry and Joker. Cool mm-hmm. dude. Mr. R got second with Krom and Young Link. Then, uh, oh, that's it, I guess. Doubles was Orion and PEW. Okay. Okay. Anyway, there you, there go. you go. So big uh, tournament in Yonkaping, Sweden. Wait, is Leffen actually in a Eunice tournament? I don't know. I don't know. Is he playing Eunice? I, I don't know. Sure. Someone in the chats mentioned someone. Yeah, Leffen is a super talented player. Yeah, I, yeah. I really think that guy is just like amazingly talented. He's it, and it's not just in Smash, which I feel to win to win in Smash is really hard because there are so yeah, many yeah, players. Yeah, There's yeah. clearly a lot uh-huh, of skill uh-huh, in those games. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm always really impressed. But then, yeah, whenever I've seen him play Marvel, Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball, like yeah, he's whenever I've good. seen him play, he's super good. So people in the chat are saying that he just started learning today. Cool. So uh, he was playing apparently. Yeah, earlier. yeah I mean, but Punk if, won a Eunice tournament. Did Punk he, won Eunice? I don't. I don't he, know. Wait, I, was it listed on the uh, on the NEC it stuff? It was not. I think he won it at NEC. Okay, wow. I think Punk won it. They had a Street Fighter tournament. And he didn't make top eight. Did wait, he not enter it? I don't know. Really? So did he not make top? Did he not enter at at NEC? Maybe he just didn't enter because he wants no to idea. save his, didn't even see his name. stuff. Oh, he didn't enter. There you go. Very funny. So okay, well, congrats to him. He didn't want to enter. He wanted to focus on the Unist. On Unist, right? Yeah, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, for both of those players, I really think those are two guys who could just do well at anything. Yeah. Whatever game they want to be good much. at, yeah, they'll do uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. That's fine. Punk has also said that after Capcom Cup ends, he's going to be playing Mortal Kombat. And he wants to win the last chance qualifier for the MK Finals. When is the MK Finals? It's in March. It's a, March. It's a long time. Okay, okay. So, wait. But the the, the last tournaments for yeah, it's seating weird. is... Okay. Yeah. So you get the seating and then you wait three, four months. Yes. Okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's how it's Just happening. Just wanted to make sure. I'm I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> It's in March, yeah. I don't know if there's any more details than that, but it is in March. Nope, Stay away from the hot sauce. So, more tour stuff to talk about. The Red Bull Japan saga was happening over the weekend yeah. for Dragon Ball Fighters. To find out who... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, this was a little funky because it was capped at 128 people. It was a one-day event as well. It was very mm-hmm. fast. Uh, so, it's that's a little unfortunate. I did hear about people who wanted to enter who didn't or okay, couldn't because okay. it had already been capped. But right. that's how it went down. The winner of this was ASM Wawa. That's right. Yeah, Wawa I actually got to see a, a bunch of this. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I obviously, you know, there's no hiding the fact that both of us have been kind of down with the game and stuff. But, like, I watched it and... I was, I mean, it feels like it's kind of hit a stride. Yeah. It feels like it's hit a good point, and, and I I really enjoyed watching it this weekend. Cool. So I had a good time. Yeah, the last time out. I watched it was when Fox and Goichi played in whatever tournament uh, it was recently. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said at the time, I feel like it was better than I remembered it, so yeah. it was But cool. Wawa was playing out of his mind, man. I mean, he was playing. So he got sent to losers by Kazunoko, but then he just came back, and I think mm-hmm. it was, what, like a 6-1? In grand finals versus uh, him, 
3-1-3-2. Oh, okay, okay. It was, it was closer than that then. Okay. But yeah, but Wawa was just playing super out of his mind. He was playing super well, so I'm really proud of him. He's like That's 16 great. years old or something. Is he that young? Or something. He was talking about how like his... Or they, I forgot where they were. I always either read this on Twitter or somewhere, but like, you know, his parents were like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll support you. And like, mm. they're, they're helping him out with that kind of stuff. So wow. I think that's really cool. That's so. very cool. Yeah. Second place was Kazunoko, then Fenrich, then the Kill Sage got fourth. Taco and Super Noon, fifth and seventh were Assassin, Obi Assassin, and Dolra. Yeah, but thanks to that, obviously, uh, some very important uh, also DBFZ tour standings updates as well. Correct, so. which we will get to in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, another tournament, um, the Ronin Rumble. That, did you Rumble. get the oh, results yeah, yeah, for that? Yeah, I did, but I forgot to put it in the document. Oh, that's all good, I, as long as you got some. Uh, did I close them? Oh, here they are. Yes, here they are. So, uh, you know, Jeff the Hero has been running the online Samurai Showdown tournaments uh, every weekend. Oh, not every weekend, but many weekends. Okay. This was the 17th one oh, already. Wow. So he's been doing this for quite some time. Okay. Dude, it is, it's taking a toll on him. Is it really? It's hard, dude. I mean, you I gotta bet. do it every week, you know, but... Um, this one was a special one, and the winner of this one was an official qualifier to the uh, China uh, qualifier into the SNK World Tour. Basically, uh, that's taking place this weekend. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. So after whoever won, they have this. We- they had that little turnaround time to make sure they can get to China. Ooh, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, and uh, I got to help commentate the top eight for that. It was okay. front-paged on Twitch. Oh, no way! It got, like, uh, like it capped out at, like, 6.1K viewers or something that's like so that. That's so cool. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so awesome, Jeff man. was really happy oh, about that. Yeah, he was really, really cool. Uh, he was really happy about that. Oh, there are two in China this week. Yeah, all the qualifier stuff in China are all, like, in China, and, like, all the ability to qualify for those events are only in China. So the fact that, you know, this was one of the US's opportunities to get there, but the winner SNK is paying the flight and everything oh, like okay. that That's out there for them and, and and everything like that. Okay. So Yeah, definitely can So it was Diddy Mokoff who took it? So Diddy Mokoff took it over Lord Jimmy Bones. Lord Jimmy Bones wow. made it to winners finals on uh the grand finals on the winner's side. Okay. But uh, Lord Jimmy Bones, I think, is just a kind of a player who gets in his own head. Mm. And uh, Diddy Mokoff just started feeling it. And okay. then as soon as that happened, you could just kind of see it. Oh. This one was the 6-1 I probably was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. 3 0 3 So uh, Andy OCR took third. Uh, fourth place was Dustin, who actually sent Andy OCR to losers, but then Andy OCR won the run back. Who's Dustin? Uh, Dustin, I asked where he's from. They said he is from Parts Unknown. No, that's yeah, so cool. But uh, he's always been playing in the Ronin Rumble, and he's very, very good. Okay. He's very, very good. So uh, seventh, uh, fifth place was Space Detective and Lewd Stairs, who is a Wu player. and But it's... L U W U D, you know. Okay. Uh, but uh, he's like a people's champion because he was using Wu, and he's like the best Wu out there, basically. And then uh, seventh place was Zook and Kochuri. But uh, yeah, as a result, that means Dimokov uh, is going to be going to China now. So. Congrats to Dimokov. That's yeah. very cool. And and the tournament they're going to play in has some interesting rule sets, as we've discovered today. And he also uh, tweeted today. them out. Oh, yeah. No. He checked it out, and it's single elimination. There's uh-huh. eight players in this tournament. Single elimination. So he could go to China, lose two out of three, and that's it. 
That's a long ways. It's <laughs> a long ways. Yep. Um, it does change the three out of five later on in the bracket, okay. but it's still single elimination. So that is, uh, yeah, that is. Well, a, con- good luck to him. I know. Hopefully that doesn't happen. So there you go. So that was this weekend, this past weekend. Right. And then another thing that I wanted to talk about, although it was not a tournament, was Knee going to Pakistan. Yes! Uh-huh. Knee uh-huh. went to Pakistan. And, of course, this coming weekend is the Tekken World Tour Finals. Mm-hmm. So Knee went there to train up, right? And he had a lot of really good results, okay? <laughs> 15 to 5 over Arslan Ash, for uh-huh. example. Uh-huh. Uh, he beat everybody else he played on this list i mean that i'm seeing the only person he lost who i know of was a was the steve player out there right the steve player mm-hmm. yeah um john i think the john if i recall oh, no, it was i thought it was like why something or other shoot i forgot the name yeah uh hira that's what it was yeah hira, hira. and the john Oh, okay, are two of the sets that he lost. Yeah, I think that might have been the only two. Yeah, because the thing about it is, like, we're talking about how he beat most people, right? But what we're not expressing enough is that he won about, like, 150 games in those sessions sitting there, first to five, first to five, first to five, first to ten, first to ten, first to five, first to ten, first to five, first to five, first to ten, like, just sitting there the whole time. Like, you know, that is... That is a... Old school arcade grinder. That that's is what mental that is. endurance. That's, yeah. what, that's somebody uh-huh. who's been doing it exactly that way for 20 years, yeah. right? And it's funny, so too, because cool. someone uh, on, on my stream asked me, it was like, how how does Need do that? Like, how do you even do that? And I was like, you know, when you've played the game that much, when you know every situation so much, it doesn't create the exasperation. It doesn't create the panic and so you're probably kind of just calm the whole sure. time. So, like, you're playing, like, oh, he knocked me down. It's this mix-up. Here we go. Right. Oh, I got it right. Whatever. And you don't use as much energy. And, in fact, some of those matches that were that he 5-0'd, you probably kind of slept walk through parts mm. of those. You know what I mean? I would imagine so. So, you know, you can sit there for hours. I mean, Vi used to do that at Southern Hills Golfland all the time. Didn't we all used to do that? Yeah. I mean, that was... For, for sure. That's exactly how... I remember playing back in the day. I would play for 10 hours, of Dude, course. That's how my friend got Pong Combat on MK2. What? Did you not know about... So Pong no. Combat... This is the... This is the... Are you really... Are you fooling me this time? <laughs> right, yeah, So yeah. in MK2, I think it's 50 wins. If you get 50 wins in a row, okay. it unlocks Pong Combat, in which the two players actually play Pong on on the on the game. Really? Yes. That's very funny. No, I had yeah, no idea. Yeah, they just kind of. That, that was one of those midway. That was one of those Mortal Kombat little Easter eggs they That's threw in there. That's very cool. No, I but, didn't know. But yeah, that. he got that because he won 50 games in a row, okay. and nobody could beat him. All right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My longest was. This sounds stupid, but it was either 70-something or 50-something, and uh, I don't remember. Dude, don't, it's hard to remember yeah, when it's that long. But I don't know why I remember it so differently. Those are two right, very yeah, different yeah, numbers, yeah. and somehow <laughs> in my brain it's mixed up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in any case, that was probably four hours or something of right, just sitting yeah, there, right? Yeah. And you just... Which game? Oh, uh, I was in Third Strike. Okay, okay. With Q? Yeah, with Q. Yeah. Wow. You wow. must have been playing some bad players in this game. <laughs> no, I think you're right, actually. Uh, for, at least, for at least part of it. Um, anyway, yeah, you, you're you absolutely right to say that when you have trained up that much, the the 
you don't feel the fear, you don't feel the exasperation, your right. heart rate doesn't raise because mm-hmm. you are so accustomed to everything. Right. Yeah. And your reactions feel easier. Everything just feels easier when you're that trained yeah. up. So anyway, yeah. he looked extremely good. Congrats to Nee. However, he did not play versus Atif Butt or Always Honey. Mm. Because their sponsor did not want him to have competition against them the week before the Tekken World Tour Finals. Oh, didn't want to give him any they information. They are literally saving that shit for nationals. Wow. <laughs> Very literally. That's so awesome, dude. Very I literally. It. I love it. I love it. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. So I think that's hilarious, awesome, uh... Drama, dude. It Adding makes the, mix to, yeah, the drama. Uh-huh, it makes the exactly, drama. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Absolutely. I think that's. I think that's very cool. So, I mean, it's great that Nee went there, right? What a what a even thing to be talking about, right? Think back to last year. Would you have said the weekend before Tekken World Tour Finals, <laughs> the biggest tournament of the year? Right. Nee chooses to train in. Pakistan? You yeah, go to Lahore, uh, Pakistan? Me, who won every tournament he went to last year, yeah. who was like the hottest player in the t- in the entire Tekken World Tour circuit, yeah. he's going to Pakistan to train. Right, right. Know? What a just complete change in how we all view Tekken <laughs> and Pakistan. We weren't even thinking about it. Right. Uh-huh. Let alone how we view Pakistani players. We just weren't thinking about Arslan it Arslan Ash all. wasn't a thing until Evil Japan, which was less than a year ago. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I mean, for us... Outside of Pakistan, you know, I mean, we were, we were the noobs. It turns mm-hmm. out. <laughs> so there you go. That was not again, not really a tournament, but something that I thought was very interesting to bring up. Oh yeah, super cool, super cool. Okay, so now having talked about all that stuff, let's move on to talking about the pro tours. Dude, there is so much information on the next on thing the here. Pro tours over here. The Tekken World Tour Finals are this weekend. Yes, this weekend. Uh, now, we talked about this before, but the players who have qualified, just to reiterate, uh, the way that they do this is that they have 19 players who are qualified, mm-hmm. then one person qualifies via an LCQ at the event, mm-hmm. and then they have the cool little groups picking phase. Right. right? So it's uh, not a regular not bracket. not seated or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. There's just the qualifiers are there. There they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the format that they do. We're yeah. going to get a chance to see it again. So the players include Nee, Anakin, Lohai, JDCR, Chikorin, Arslan Ash, Kakoma, Super Akuma, Oase Honey, Ulsan, Double, Chanel, Rangchu, Abel Del Maestro, Jimmy J. Tran, Nobi, Noroma, Shadow20Z, and Saint. So Atif Butner hasn't been able to acquire enough points he then, did not. basically, to he get did not. there. But he'll probably be there for the last chance, I would hope. I would think so. so. Yeah. He has a really good chance of making it I would in think then. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. There's other cool news too, uh, and that is that the prize pool has actually been increased by a lot. Right. It's up by fifty thousand dollars. So now it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars total. Total. Yeah. Prize pool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, again, if you think back to it was last year only, yeah, right? The seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand for first place. I mean, that was was it for first place or was it that the prize pool total? I can't even remember. Well, I don't remember which one it was. It was either, really small. In any case, it's now two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in total. Mm-hmm. So, wow, like night and day. Like yeah. night and day. Good, jo- good job, Harada. <laughs> Thank you, Harada. Everybody who was involved in that, right? You got to think that it wasn't just him, although I'm sure he did have a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
you know, the sponsors and whatever else the, that, that led to that. That's that's and, huge. And and just the momentum. You know, the Arsenal yes. Ash story, oh, just yeah. how big everything was going and a lot of good publicity, oh, yeah. you know, just that game is truly the game that the community, the storylines are really driving that game into some wonderful, wonderful heights. Yeah. You know, very, so. very cool. That will be this weekend. Uh, so, of course, it's going to be on twitch.tv slash Tekken, mm-hmm. which is what they've always uh, been streaming on well, the last couple of years anyway. Uh, that'll that'll be there. A lot of the a lot of the guys who are going to be commentating are traveling over there already, Current. except for one of them. Yeah. Uh, so Eris turns out he's not going to make it. Right. And I uh, can't really blame him. No, I can't really either. So he got on the plane. This is basically what he said. Let me let me read the exact tweet. You got to the you. tweet. You got yeah, the receipt. Let me, let me get the okay to read the exact tweet. He says, "My flight was delayed due to power issues while I was on it." Keep in mind, Eris hates flying. Yeah. He has a massive fear of flying. And right? he does it rarely. Right, and he very yeah. rarely flies. Eventually, the captain decided that they would fly with partial power. So I had a panic attack and abandoned ship. Sorry, I won't be able to make it to Thailand. The airline issued a full refund play on. Look, I'm, yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't blame him too much. 15-hour um, flight over the ocean. Right. Pacific Ocean. Right. Partial power, right? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it. That doesn't sound good to me either. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of. I've never heard of that anything. Anybody ever saying, "Hey, we're gonna fly on partial power." <laughs> it, it makes me wonder how many times this has actually happened, and yeah. the pilot hasn't just come on the com and said like and said it to us. How often does it just happen? I, I have no idea. Dude, I mean, happens. like, I'm I'm not even terrified Long of flying. Flight. Right. But if someone, the captain was like, ah, we're going to do it on, like, partial power, I, I'd be kind of like, wait, are you talking, like, 90% or are you right. talking, like, 10% here, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Holy crap. So, yeah, I would, uh, I can't blame Eris at all. No, I don't blame him at all. Especially if there is a, a real fear there yeah, in the first uh-huh, place. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, yeah, it's, yeah. It would be great if you were there. It's a blast to listen to, of right, course, on commentary, right. but... Yeah, I mean, the, the hard part there is obviously for the 10-0 staff and everybody else who are going to be running the event because they've got to shift the commentary schedule sure. now. I don't know if they've got to find an emergency backup commentator to, to, to cover some of those spaces, uh-huh. but we'll see what happens. But, yeah, that was, um, yeah, that's not Somebody fun. shoot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, okay, no errors. But we talked about this last time. Uh, they're going to have an awesome list of commentators. It's like everybody else that you think of. Uh, they Tekken has gotten to a point where it has a really good roster of commentary. Yeah, yeah. Really good roster of commentary. Yeah, I hope like uh, you know Spaghetti Rip and all those guys. Yeah, are he's going to be there. Uh, Rip will be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Myk. I believe uh, Majin Obama will be there. Steezy? is he going to be there? Rick Steezy? I Rick? don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Okay. I, could have just found the tweet, I guess, but I didn't think about that until right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in any case, they're going to have good commentary. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. Eris might stay home and just restream it, to be honest yeah. with you. And that would be good because it would give it a lot of extra eyes as well, too. So sure. There you go. Okay, Rickstow will be going. He uh, yeah. will be going there, yeah. yeah. And Tasty Steve, of course. Of course, of course Tasty yeah. Steve. Tasty Steve, Rip, and Mark Man are... Yeah. They're the ones who are everywhere. Mm-hmm. They do it everywhere. They do. My leg, my leg is falling. Oh yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. You're stuck. 
Uh, again, that's this coming weekend, so make sure that you check that out. Now, I did try to ask a couple people to come on to talk about like their predictions for the Tekken World yeah, Tour Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some people were traveling to Bangkok, Thailand <laughs> for maybe something just like this. Uh, and uh, another guy was sick, so my bad. I don't have more in-depth yeah, yeah, yeah. knowledge to really be able to discuss Tekken, but I gave it the old go. Yeah, and uh, and again, you know, it's also a little bit harder because honestly, the way that they have it, so that there's no preset bracket, you can't really predict. Like, you can just say who's going to win based off of who's the strongest, right? right? And at this point in time, is that Arslan? Is that me now? Right? You know, is it going to come down to those two guys? But that's the best you can speculate because it matters so much on who ends up on whose pools in in the little round robin and not only that too it, you don't it's not even like an even spread like sometimes people just go after other people you know what i mean sure. like like jimmy j Tran would be like bring on arson ash and just like put his name in you know yeah exactly so it's really really hard and if we had to speculate again we're probably not versed well enough yeah. but we would have the generic answer of arson ash or knee sure, you know because clearly those two are the kind of like the strongest and that's where the storyline is kind of heading at right. this point in time if this were a movie and it was a script they would be the ones in grand finals they would have to be just like yeah. at evo etc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's a great format i really enjoy watching tech and world tour uh, again that's good it's coming weekend all right anything else to say about that no, except I can't feel my foot at oh, all. Oh, no, your foot's dead. It's uh, dead. I'm sorry, kitty. Oh, oh, no, you removed the cat? Oh, God, I can't feel my foot. And That's it how it's to... got to be. <laughs> your foot's gone. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, a couple of tours that basically wrapped up, sort of, right. this weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so MK11 was one yes, of the big ones. Yes, MK11 was definitely one of the big ones. I mentioned before that the... Intercontinental Combat was won by Nivik, which means he qualified for the technical mm-hmm. to, for the uh, Mortal Kombat Finals. For Final Combat is what they call it. I also mentioned that Combat and Samij tied in points. Uh, let me get the number of points. <gasps> oh, who then would So the qualify? top 12 qualify via points in this thing. Okay. They tied at 12 with 595. Wow. By, by the way, Sonic's has 2,420. Well, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk uh, about that. Okay? Let's, <laughs> but let's, let's, let's but yeah, 12 places were Samij and Combat. Tied. Tied. And the tiebreaker? The tiebreaker was, who had the better results at EVO? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting tiebreaker. Okay, okay. And? And The higher of that, with the seventh place overall finish? That was Samij, Samij. right? Yeah, I remember he made top eight. It was Samij. Yeah, yeah, So Samij made it in, even though they tied in points. (laughs) So, but Combat probably going to try for the LCQ then? Oh, you got to think he will, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, okay, okay. But dang, that's that's a big one. So as a result, the players I can are barely lift my leg right your, now. Your leg's dead. <laughs> God, no, just cut it off. Might as well. Uh, the players include <laughs> Sonic Fox. Well, here's the points, right? So Sonic yeah, just Fox, go in the order from top to bottom. Sonic Fox, Dragon, yes. Ninja Killer, who by the way played only half the season and was so good that he qualified in third overall in points. So mm-hmm. I think it's basically between him and Sonic Fox for best in the world. Uh, that is to say, it's not clearly Sonic Fox. 
Wow. Yeah. Mm, so the field. Ezekiel is super good, man. You know, it's wild. Well, wasn't that the cat as heavy as I was sitting with one leg crossed, and so my leg was getting cut off. Your leg's gone. My leg was. It's not even there. I'm looking at your legs. It's gone. Yeah, I know, right? Fourth place overall: Tekken Master, then Foxy Grandpa, then Dizzy, then Deoxys, Hayate, Rewind, Scar, CGL Jelly Jiggler, which is. Tommy Tweedy's new handle. When did he make that change? Like last week. I don't know. Whatever. Jelly Jiggler. Jelly Jiggler is what he went with. <laughs> That's his new handle. I mean, I know we're not supposed to make fun of Burrito Voorhees anymore, yeah. but we got Burrito Voorhees and Jelly Jiggler. Jelly Jiggler. Uh, by the way, Tweedy's his real name. It's really his last name. Okay, yeah, yeah, I figured. So I figured. he, well, I don't know, first time I heard of it, I figured he was just doing Tweety oh, Bird, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, No, okay. in fact, his real name's Tommy Tweety, and he wanted to get away from his real name. Okay, okay. So he went with Jelly, Jelly Jiggler. Jiggler. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, like I said, Simij to round it out in 12th spot. Uh, then the players who qualified via other means, like Inter Intercontinental Combat, mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. the Canadian one was called, etc., are... Uh, Stabs up north in Canada, Nivik in Intercontinental Combat, um, the Latin qual, uh... It's not listed on the site. No, oh, it's not really the site, I just oh, got okay, okay. Anyway, the LCQ as well. Okay. So, the thing about this is that although the points are locked up, right, it's not until March. So, do uh, is it a bracket? Is no, it, the bracket's not right. I mean... Is it going to be a bracket? It will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure, actually, if that's been announced, but I assume that it will be a bracket, because it has been before. Right. Mm -hmm. It has been mm -hmm. just regular double elimination, seeded bracket right. before. Yeah, so yeah, probably, okay, okay. Probably. So we probably know what the matchups will be. Then, right? If they're based on points and stuff, then it might be that it's Sonic versus the Last Chance Qualifier... Right. Rewind versus Hayate. You know, it's funny because, like, we, like maybe. because of what Nemo did at CPT, you know, they moved the last chance qualifier to the 19th spot at right. CPT. Anytime there's an NRS tournament, no, you just leave them at the bottom because they have to fight something. <laughs> they got on Fox. That yeah. is definitely the worst position yeah, you're possible, right. you're right. you know? Oh, you're man. right. I don't know. I don't know why so late. Three months. Uh, look, it's not like there are no tournaments in between. For example, KIT... Uh, is a really big tournament for the NRS scene. I would say that that is one of the biggest tournaments for the NRS right. crew. Like mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. they have treated the NRS scene really well. The players go. It's really well attended. It's always really hype to watch. So that it's that's in January, and so it's not like there's nothing between now and mm -hmm, then. Mm -hmm. So they're basically the going to just play it for fun then, because it's not going to add any points. It's not going to have so, any. Yeah. Any I mean, it's a tournament like normal, right? Like right, you, it's not gonna you win any, the pot, whatever was It's not going to have any bearing on who makes it in or whatever As far like as that. I know. They've just cut it off at but this But there point. is going to be a last chance qualifier. And so there is speculation that KIT will be where the last chance qualifier takes place. But oh. there's no information that that's true. Interesting. That is okay. pure speculation, okay. and okay. I don't want to portray this as being for real. Right, right, right. But this is just, it would kind of make sense. But it would also make sense if they just waited till the weekend of the final combat and then had the LCQ Now, when there. did they say Spawn was coming out? They said February or something like that, didn't they? I can't remember now. I forgot, because they revealed March. He's coming out in March. 
So, huh, that's an interesting one. Uh-huh. Because I was wondering if they wanted to, like, put it late enough so that Spawn could be legal in the tournament mm. or something like that. But, but I guess not. That... What, what I speculate is that it is just based on it being a year after the game came out. Right. Right. The okay. game comes out in April. That's how it always is for MKs, right. for NRS games. So maybe they're just trying to be like, all right, it starts in April, it ends in March. Right. That makes right. sense. In, in I'm way. just reading the Twitch chat right now, and that comment right there, the fact that it comes from Paco is... <laughs> this guy. <laughs> like, I read it, I was like, okay, typical chat. And yeah, then I saw it was chat. like, it's from... Yeah, there you go. But then Man. it was from... Tyler just messaged me earlier in the day, and he was like, I'm so sick of all this drama. And now look who's dramaing it up, huh? <laughs> Jeez, the dev. Uh, oh, anyway. too funny. So, can't really talk about matchups and anything like that, but the points are locked in when it comes to the Mortal Kombat Pro competition for Final Combat. Okay. 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 In addition, the Dragon Ball Final, Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour, the DBFZWT. Had a lot of shakeups thanks to the event in Japan this weekend. So as a result, here are your standings. Finals. So Super Goichi! Nuna, Super Nuna and uh, I think it was uh, Apology Man got their way in thanks to that event. Thanks to their placement. Well, you didn't want to wait for me to say it, huh? Huh? Well, okay, fine. Goichi! First overall in points. Then Fenrich. Then Sonic Fox. Then Wawa. To Kill Sage after that. Sixth was Kazunoko. Then Shanks. Then Mado is uh, eighth. Ninth, Chris G, then Bambaban, then Super Noon, then mm-hmm. B, then Apology Man, then Matoy, and then Seo at the 15th spot. And then the last chance qualifier will be in the 16th position. Yeah, that will be at the World Tour, of course. Have the last chance qualifier. I mean, at the finals, just like all the other events. Yeah, well. and as so. far as I know, there's no announced date for the finals. Oh, yeah? Okay. I tried looking around for that, and the most that I got was community members being like, when are the finals going to be? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what that's about. But. I Look, I've said it a million times already, you know, all these tours, like this is what, the second year for Dragon Ball, yes. right? And, uh, you know, pretty much like the first year, Arc Revo's tried to do stuff very internationally. And yeah, they all have not been going smooth. The Samurai Showdown thing hasn't been going particularly smoothly either. But you know what? Uh, You know, the first years that Capcom Cup was going on, there was a lot of weird stuff going on as well. Takes time for it to get there. And the fact that they're doing it, I think, is more important. And then uh, give them a chance to continue to improve every year. In fact, last year, let's not forget Kazunoko and the last chance qualifiers of death last year. That's because right. he won like five tournaments. And so he created like four last chance qualifier tournaments that they had to play all out there. Because they were like, clearly not one person's going to win every event. They didn't even take that into account, I guess, into that rule. It was like, what if Goichi won every one of them and we'd had to run seven LCQs? Yeah. Hey! Unlikely, yeah. Unlikely. And then Kazunoko, yeah, they were right. It wasn't Goichi, it was Kazunoko who caused it to happen. And so this year, you know, obviously there's still, you know, issues and road bumps here and there, but, you know, give them time, give them time. Last year, Tekken had $7,000 for first place, and now they have $250,000 this year, right? Give give people the time. For sure. Give people the time. So there you go. 
There was no LCQ for Capcom Cup 2016. I can't even remember. Uh, who remembers yeah. that? It was so long ago. That's right, because I remember when they kind of came up with that idea of doing the LCQ <sighs> like at know. the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. that's all I got for the Dragon Ball World Tour, just because it seems like the rest is kind of unannounced. Okay. okay. At some point, there will be finals, and those players will be the ones who are there. That's right, Apology Man lost the Aqua in all four of the last chance qualifiers. <laughs> he lost the Aqua in every single one of them. <laughs> That's tough. And I think they were all single elimination just because of the time constraints. I think they just yeah, said something, like that. something crazy like that, yeah. Oh, man, okay. I didn't go that day, that's right. Yeah, I stayed home and watched some of it. Even though it was in L.A., I literally took the Metro the next day to go right, watch the finals uh-huh. part of it. And... That next day, which was the true finals after the LCQ, the whole venue was like muted almost. Until later in the finals, people got rowdy. Yeah, but at yeah, the yeah. beginning, people who had tried to qualify via LCQ were just like, dude, mentally so sad. and physically crushed, drained. Dude. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. it was. Tough. I mean, we just talked about what Nee went through, but I mean. That this is a completely different story. Yeah. These are guys trying to qualify for this, oh, like, yeah. and they don't have the resolve. I'm sure that need does. I mean, you know? it's it's that many tournaments is a different. different yeah, uh huh, exactly. Just by the next day, it's just like it's like the battlefield. You know, it's like after the war is over, yeah. and they're just sitting there. You right, know? right, yeah. It's, it's Even like the survivors the, are just it's the ending of Avengers when they're eating shawarma. You know, they're just like <laughs> they can't even talk. Dude. Thanks for the sub, half the crack. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, that's it for DBFC for now. Um, Let's talk about the Capcom Cup. Yes. Uh, The brackets have been posted. Yes. The official matchups have been posted. Yeah. You want to put them on the internet here? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think my favorite so far was the... um, uh, Oh, I don't have the document open here. Sorry, let me do that really quick. <coughs> I usually have The Capcom one. Cup definitely looks like a bloodbath. But of course it's going to be. There's just too many good players. I think my favorite one that I saw was the tweet. Did you see the tweet from Gustavo and, and Big Bird's reaction to that one? I did not. Gustavo posted out a tweet of said that just said, Preparing for Capcom Cup. And it's just him at the gym, just like like arms, just like ripped. Like you see the veins everywhere. He just uh, uh, okay uh, the whole time, right? And then uh, you know, uh, and then Big Bird posted the response. He was like, "My face when I'm his first round matchup." Uh, and it's that that one kid who's like, like that slightly <laughs> yeah. overweight kid. You know, uh-huh. just kind of like looking around, like, "Oh yeah." I just thought that was hilarious, dude. That's great. Oh man. Where is it here? Uh, Lower. Lower, lower. There it is. CPT. There you go. Okay. So is this a picture? It's full. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Add source. No, no. Screen capture. Screen capture. It'd be nice if I had stream producer, but we don't have budget for that, so. Correct. It's not going to happen. Correct. Yeah. Unless, can we convince Kentley to be our stream producer so she can run the stream and stuff like that? <laughs> I think that requires, that would just require years of tech before <laughs> uh, All right. Or I can teach Jasmine and Nathan. That would be the best. Yeah. Uh, there you That'd go. be for the best. Uh, Nathan teach, I'll teach Nathan to do it. Here we go. So here's slide number one. Punk versus Zenith, Machibo and Angry Bird, Problem X and Daigo, which is a rematch of one of everybody's favorite SF5 oh, matchups geez. of all time. That's going to be really great to watch. Momochi and NL as well. Yeah. 
Then you got the old second one here. Fudo and Luffy. <laughs> It's yeah. gonna be really fun. I'm presumably it's gonna be Birdie versus Mika, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sian uh, and Dogra, two very strong players. Hot Dog and JB. Oh dang! Okay. Yeah, Hot Dog's so sick to watch. But yeah. JB, shouts to him. Uh, Oil King, Nemo in there, of course. Bone Chan versus Smug. Ooh, okay. Gachikun and John <laughs> Takayuchi, the Rashids <laughs> take each other out. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Big Bird and 801 Strider. Uh-huh. Phenom versus Sako. Oh, wow. And then uh, this is Woo! probably the most interesting Boy, Tokido one. Tokido versus Kichipamu. Kichipamu has gone undefeated versus Tokido in tournament this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. Tokido versus Zangief hasn't won this year. Yeah, so. but he's done really... So Game 2K has put up a bunch yes. of interesting stats. Tokido has done really well against grapplers until this year. Until this year. Until this year, and, and, and mostly, I think, Kichipamo. I'm sure it is, yeah. It's mostly Kichipamo, but then again, Kichipamo, just, he just thinks this matchup is so good for Zangief. He, d- he does think it's a win for Geef, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't uh, think that's too crazy, by the way. Yeah, and then Mago's going to LC, going versus the LCQ winner, mm-hmm. uh, which actually kind of sucks for the LCQ winner because Mago is on a tear. Very I mean, good. We we haven't even got we didn't talk about the oh we forgot to talk about the Red Bull. I mean the the, the CPT Japan event results too. What happened? Which happened this past weekend? The CPT the, to find out which of the the, the 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 two top two teams of the of the Street Fighter League Japan teams happened this weekend. Isn't that coming this coming weekend? Uh, no, it happened already. Oh, really? Oh, it wow. happened this last weekend. Mago's team won. Oh, jeez. So Mago is on fire, basically, okay, wow. right now. Uh, Fujimura and Inom! Oh! Uh-huh. 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 And Knuckle Dew and Infectious. That is some, So there you go. There's your first round matchups for Capcom right Cup. Yeah. There you go. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are going to be a lot of really interesting matchups, and... Yeah, they'll all be good to watch, I'm sure. Just some of them have the extra outside stuff that makes mm-hmm. them particularly interesting. But yeah, those will all be really good matchups. I always wondered if there should have we should kind of throw a a, a a monkey wrench into the way the whole thing is set up. They should just have it so that based on your seed, the first seeded person just gets to pick who they fight. That would be awesome. <laughs> and then the second seed just picks who they fight. You know, like you yeah. know what? It's like a modified Tekken rules. Yeah, but it's keep it the brackets. Uh-huh. But then yeah. the person in first seed's like. This is a good matchup for me, so I'm picking you. I like it. You know I, I like mean? it. Yeah. That's, that is some real advantage for getting the most points. Right, right. And it would also allow for a lot of drama and jerkery. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> who thinks who sucks? Yeah, because uh-huh. right? I can imagine Punk just being like, Knuckle Dew, you know? Like, I'm uh-huh. just going to G. Whose number you know? do you know you have? Right, right? exactly. Uh, I think that would actually be funny. Yeah, well, I meant Street Fighter League. Yeah, for sure. So... But uh, Street Fighter League, uh, so Mago's team won first place, and I think it was Nemo's team that got second Dang, place. Okay. Uh, people can uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Dude, by the way, Takeuchi on Nemo's team is wearing a liquid jersey. I've seen this. With the Spider-Man outfit on there. Uh-huh. Dude, it's so good. Like, I was like, because um, he's, he's just, he looks like, Peter Parker, dude. He's, he's like permanently Peter Parker's age. Right. Uh huh. And yeah. then, and then uh, I mentioned that on Twitter, and I was like, "It's so adorable, I can't handle it." And one of the representatives from Liquid messaged me, was like, "This is absolutely intentional." That's great. You know? They they wanted him That's to look great. like Peter Parker, so it's so funny, dude. It's and Nemo so has funny. the Captain America one, I think. Does does he? Oh, I, I didn't so. even make that connection. 
They should have made him Iron Man, actually. That would be cool. They should have made him. They I mean, I kind of miss the days of Nemo wearing a suit and stuff. But, I know, right? You know, yeah, that's how esports is. In the, just... And in the context of esports, they're doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. Job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, dude, totally adorable. Dude, Takauchi is about as adorable as you can get. Dude. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Capcom Cup will be in two weeks, week and a half. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up soon. Whew. Yeah, man. So I guess next week we'll probably talk about our matchup predictions or something yeah, that's, like that. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. We'll definitely do that. Okay, okay. All right. Well, that's it in terms of world tours that have been going on. But there's also brand <laughs> new news. We're not done yet. Yeah. Brand new news. Brand new news. Soul Calibur Six World Tour 2020. Was announced. Announced. That's right. That's super cool. Yeah, Congrats to the cool. Soul Calibur scene. That's yeah. really great. They just announced it at the Fighting Tuesday, uh, literally earlier today in Japan. Very cool. Uh, so uh, Mark Mann was there with Okubo on the stream, and they talked about it. And so uh, not a lot of details. They right. just announced that it's happening. Right, basically right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we do know that Evo Japan will be the first stop. It will be there uh, in January of 2020. Okay. So at least Evo Japan will be part of it. Uh, in terms of the other details, yeah, I haven't seen that there's anything more announced since then. What are you looking up? I'm trying to find John Takeuchi in the Takeuchi Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah, but I can't find it right now. Because if you look up Spider-Man, you just get all Spider-Man. He is destroying John well, Takeuchi. Well, give me some quotes around Takeuchi there. Okay. Quotes, and then probably add in, like, Street Fighter or something like that, right? Well, you got to put, yeah, okay. I just wanted to get it on. So yeah, I'm That's not gonna, right. I'm not gonna find it. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter B. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. No. So, okay. Well, no big deal. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. Um, there's gonna be a tour for Soul Calibur. Six. Yeah, shout-outs to that scene, by the way. And I've really enjoyed watching how the scene has reacted to Soul Calibur five, uh, 6, Soul Calibur 6, and everything like that. Because they came out, they liked the game, they supported it, they yeah. were very happy about everything. They weren't getting the, the red carpet treatment that Tekken was getting and everything, but they were like, we're so happy about this and everything. Shout-outs also to Okubo trolling everybody at EVO. You know, when he was like, you know... Uh, you know, we have no new announcements. Let's look at this video just to show how great this past year has been. Yeah. And then it was like, season two, here's this new stuff. For you sure. know, that was really good stuff to them. But yeah, it's, it's really cool because the scene, they are supporting it. The players are supporting it. And now Bandai Namco is realizing that the, there's that backing there. The scene sure. is growing. And I think that's wonderful. So, Absolutely. again, I always say this and... I think positivity does more power than the negativity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all the Soul Calibur players being happy about everything, supporting Oklahoma. It is a good game, I mean, yeah. right? It's it's not yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. for nothing. I mean, they have a good game on their hands. It when SC five came out, I feel like a year after the game came out, which is now where SC six is, right? Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Nobody cared about it. SC five was basically gone, as yeah, far as I could tell. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wasn't a caliber player myself, but even caliber players I knew had stopped playing. Right. Yeah. At that point. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas six is going great, going mm-hmm. great. Right. Season two just came out. Like I said, I really enjoyed watching it at NEC. Yeah. And just from what I've heard from people, they like a lot of yeah. the changes and stuff like yeah, that. So for sure. 
And and again, shout outs to them as well because I feel like they've also the devs I'm talking about, like they have the best patch notes. Like mm, I think Soul Calibur right. clearly has the best patch notes because it's not even just here's the change. It's like here's the change because we felt like this character needs to do more of this, blah blah blah. It's like a, it has a little arrow indicating yeah, if it's good or bad. Right? And my favorite <laughs> is that they're down. actually willing to put the up and down. Uh-huh, like it's the uh-huh. buff nerf. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like we changed this, but we made it this. You know, and yeah, so it can sure. be both. And it's like Choice Sauce said earlier in chat. Like the patch notes are like twenty pages long or something like that. Quite dude. detailed. It's crazy. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And look, I think Wasik's right to point this out too. It is. Very cool and impressive, and I never would have expected it, mm-hmm. but 3D games have made a gigantic comeback. Yes, yes. If you just go back a few years, I mean, there was a conversation one year, would there be a 3D game at EVO? Yeah. Right? Uh, Not too long ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, and if it wasn't for Markman always sneaking yeah. Tekken 7 into EVO, yeah. even as just like this little side thing, right. there wouldn't have been there a 3D game in there, yeah. So from that to now, when Tekken yeah, has maybe the most uh, momentum, Soul Calibur Six right, is going great. They're, they're also going the buff everyone style of patches. Mm-hmm. Like the characters just keep getting stronger in that game. So very which cool. Which is really really cool. Well, I'm really happy for the Caliber scene. They're gonna have a world tour next year. Yeah, that's super exciting for them. So I'm really happy for them. Uh, like I said, thing that makes me sad is that I'm just I haven't been keeping up with the game as much recently. Just because uh, it's too many fighting yeah, games. Yeah, but out there I mean, you right can still now, watch it and have fun, fun yeah, time watching it sure. at, at, at a minute. Because yeah, I mean, for a while, I was trying to help support the scene. I right. was like promoting as much as I could, and I just feel bad that I just I feel like I haven't been doing my share of, of helping. Hey, I mean, I'm sure that they'd be happy to have it, but they have been doing well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I also think it's really cool that they've announced this by doing community type stuff, right? So Kayane got to announce it. Uh, uh, they yeah, had the stream yeah, yeah. at Fighting Tuesday, which is a community mm-hmm, event, like. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a really good sign, I feel like, that they're so, like, interfaced into the community itself. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a recipe for success. Because I feel like Tekken's been doing a good job with that, too. Sure. Right? So Bandai Namco, I feel like, has just been doing a really good job sure. with oh, that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're doing great. Okay. That's all I got for news and for World Tour stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But that's all. That's, that's all. all we An have. entire hour. All right, we're done. We're done. Yeah. So, yeah that, I mean, just that little bit of information. Just a t- there. <laughs> now again, some I of mean, that barely. Sucks. I can barely fit it. I see in that. my new double line space smaller font I thing. See that. I can barely fit it in there. Oh, again, it's going to be a while until some of that stuff comes to fruition, like the Dragon Ball and the MK stuff. But Tekken World Tours this weekend. <laughs> Capcom Cup is the weekend after that. Yep. So there all right. you go. A lot of good stuff coming up, dude. Back-to-back weekends of yeah. amazing plays. So. All right, all right. Okay. Well, okay. let's take a little breaky break. Sure. All right, be right back, guys. We'll have the 5-5 matchup soon. Can I go pee-pee? Yes, you may. Thank you. <laughs> People are like, really? David has to ask permission? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> a little unusual arrangement here. Yeah, exactly. Literally, if I don't get up out of my chair, David can't make it out of his chair. That is why he has to ask. So, Oh, man. And every time, David always has food here. And it always smells so good, so I always get hungry. <laughs> Him asking that question just makes me think of uh, Shawshank Redemption 
what was the lines like I can't even I can't even take a piss without asking for permission <laughs> oh man what a great movie if you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption you really shouldn't see Shawshank Redemption great movie Which article are you talking about, Toshin? He can't read the chat right now. He's going pee-pee right now. Uh, we talked about that last week, Super D. Uh, Bizarro Mike is leaving Capcom. Uh, he hasn't left yet, but he is leaving Capcom. We talked about that a little bit last week on the Tuesday show. So uh, he is... Um, He's probably just disengaging because, you know, he's, he's kind of, uh, you know, getting ready to, to pass it on to other people. Uh, David split boxes here, so he'll be able to show you that a little bit. <sighs> yeah, it's me. interesting. It was an interesting costume for Taskmaster, but we'll see. <laughs> the Taskmaster, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody always looked kind of weird, and then somehow, whenever I watch the movie, it never turns out as bad, you know? Because, like, there's, like, a, usually, like, a really kind of clever thing that they did with it and mm -hmm, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Which, by the way, okay. so, uh, I watched, so I've been watching the new Dark, Dark, Dark Tales? D Duck Tales. All right. I've been watching the new Duck Tales cartoon, the, the new series that they made recently. Yeah. And Darkwing Duck was one of my favorite cartoons, and they referred to it as a TV show in the in the thing. Do they really? In the show? Yeah, like in, in Duck Tales, they referred to it as a TV show, which always kind of made me sad because Launchpad was his sidekick, so it was always like they were in the same world. Gizmo Duck was there. Right. Then I got to the episode in season two called like the, 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 the Duck Knight Returns. And they're kind of like, we're doing thing and the original actor who plays Darkwing Duck is just like some kind of ego-obsessed jerk or whatever. And I was like, I don't like the way this is take going. And then they did something at the end of that episode and I was like, that's sick. Really? Okay, well, yeah. Uh, they they tied it all in there and I was like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. <laughs> it's actually really cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if you, you if that's what you're talking about, Clack 14, I was actually, yeah, Darkwing Duck was one of my favorite cartoons, but you know what the funniest thing is? I could never, ever, ever, ever make out what they were saying in the title song, but on Disney Plus, on my phone, they just have the subtitles on by ah, default, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I actually saw the line, and I was like, oh my god, I've never known this uh, line. <laughs> I was today years old when I found out what this line was, so... Darkwing Duck was such a great cartoon. Oh, man, I love it. Sure, yeah, I remember looking at it. You know, I like the NES Darkwing Duck game, but it was too simple because it was um, it was like a kid or it was like a kiddie friendly Mega Man game, basically. Okay. And I felt like it could have did better. Sorry. Let's get dangerous. And sure enough, Megavolt, you remember him, the rat, the electric rat? First cartoon character, I think, to say go. Really? Yeah, because he's voiced by Dan Castle and Etta, the same really? guy. Yeah, yeah uh -huh. his voice is, so he would go, oh, you stupid duck. So that's something that Dan Castle and Etta made? Maybe, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he just made up that noise. That's yeah. funny, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. yeah. But I have to check the years on when The Simpsons were on Tracy Ullman 
and compare oh, the wow, Darkwing yeah. Duck to see who actually built <laughs> first. But for sure, Mega, no, Megavolt said it, so... Alright, we're gonna come back. Yep. Let's do this. You ready? Welcome back to Tuesday's show. My name's Davey Davey. Uh, we're gonna have the 5-5 matchup coming up now, which is typically where we debate or bloviate or talk <laughs> about some wild stuff. Yeah, nowadays it's more of a 5-5 matchup with the community or something. Something, you know? who knows, Something's whatever. Something's happening and we We're gonna be chatting about, about interesting topics here. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of these lined up. The first one is... Would you rather... Oh, I see what happened. I okay. Extremely guilty. <laughs> guilty! Gear strive. <laughs> Got it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So What's this, going on? This kind of raised the stink because uh, Daisuke did an interview at 4 Who's Gamer Daisuke? Magazine. Daisuke Ishiwatari, the creator of Guilty Gear. Literally, he made the characters, the music, the you know voice, some of the... Like, he did everything. Um... He had an interview with 4Gamer Magazine, and uh, an initial person came out and reported a lot of the translations in there. Okay. And I feel like they... He even admitted himself that there was a little bit of agenda-ish, because, you know, the way that it was translated kind of made it sound a little worse, maybe, than it should have been. But it really just started everybody talking about dumbing down fighting games, and this is terrible, and now I'm never going to play Guilty Gear Strive because it's dumbed down. He compared it to Mahjong instead of chess, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah, what, what was that analogy... Yeah, so he basically was saying like, oh, uh, like it's less like chess but more like mahjong. But for some of the people took that to mean it's gonna be like more luck. Okay. Now look, I'm gonna be biased because I love mahjong. Do it. I, I love mahjong. Do it. And uh, that's there's still a ton of strategy in mahjong. So mahjong is like poker. You know, it's about you know what hands you draw and stuff like that. But you your hand changes very quickly during the course of the game. Okay. Right? But the thing about it is, winning in Mahjong is based a lot on luck, probability, right? But there are many different ways to win a hand. If you just win in the most basic, normal way possible, you'll get like, like if someone, oh, uh, basically uh, gives you the winning piece, right? Feng Pao is what it's called. Uh, If you give the person the winning piece, you're like, ha ha, I win, right? They'll give you like two chips. Okay. Right? You're not going to win in the long run there. So even though there is randomness and and probability in there, if you play that way, not using strategy and just going for the most logical thing, the other person's going to be like, hmm, I'm going to build my hand in such a way that I only have wins and I only have one suit, right? And then you'll be like, ha, I won two chips. Ha, I won two chips. This person's like, I won. Give me 13 chips. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Huh. So they won one game and they made way more money. Than, so there's so many different strategies to winning Majak. It's not about winning. It's about how you win. It's mm. not betting like poker, right? But you purposely go for harder to win hands to oh. get more points. Okay, that's cool. And then, But then the harder to win hands, the points are kind of like exponential on how many chips you get from them, depending on the region that you play. It's different rules. Like, I know in, like, Hong Kong, it's, like, really brutal, I think, Mm. more so than Taiwan and stuff like that. But 
that's basically the way it works. So there's still a ton of strategy in right. it, despite the fact that it is a probability random-based game. But the probability plays into the factor, just like poker, you know. But except cool. the cool thing about Mahjong is that you, outside of what's in a person's hand, you know everything that's out there. Okay. Right? So, for example, let's say you need a certain piece to win. You need five barrels to win, right? And you can look out in the discard pile and there's no five barrels out there. So you know all four of them are out there, right? Okay. But if you notice that that player over there has never been throwing any barrels out, they may be hoarding all of them because they're trying to win with the one suit. And so you're like, huh, well, my five barrels might not have a good chance of coming out because that guy is probably hoarding all of them because I've never seen this guy throw out any barrels at all whatsoever. In fact, the smart, the, the, the tough players, like, the, 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 it would get to the point where pros would get their piece and when they dumped it in the discard pile, they would do it with the piece under their hand and huh? they mix it in there so you can't see it. Okay. And the good players would still know which one it is because they remembered what was out there. Uh -huh. And eventually, like, some places, that's even an illegal strategy. Like, okay. you can't do that and stuff. like Dude, like, Mahjong is serious so it's business. complicated. It's yeah, strategic. it's okay. super complicated. So okay. even if you translate it, and yeah, Giuna retranslated it later on as well. Yeah. But even if you even if he does say something like, oh, it's not like chess, it's like Mahjong. For people who don't know Mahjong, that just sounds like, oh, we've made it completely by luck yeah, and chance. Yeah, yeah. But Mahjong is super strategic, mm. even though you're going to lose a lot of small battles. But if you play it right, you're going to win the big battles okay. anyway. Okay. So, so I don't even think that that's a, I don't even think that's a bad analogy, frankly. Interesting. Interesting. Fr that's me. So, okay. dude, Robo Mahjong shuffling tables are whack. Dude, cause like one of the best things about Mahjong is the the noise of it. Oh, it feels so good. However, yeah, that makes sense. The reason why people do use Robo Mahjong uh, shufflers basically is because sometimes you can like the pieces will be face up, and when they pick them up and put them in the stacks, you'll kind of players will remember where they were in the stacks. But if you throw them all into the hole in the middle right. of the table, and then they all just come up, right. you literally have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So there you go. That makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I we're not good enough, and so the hand washing is just the best. Is the best. Oh God, it's so good. Anyways, sorry. In conclusion, <laughs> uh, this is your mahjong <laughs> lesson for the day. Yeah, I know. No, that that, that is very interesting. Sinestro mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> called me a mahjong nerd. I love it. I'm totally down to take that title. I'm sure, that sounds like something you'd love mm -hmm. to be called. So, as a result of this interview. And previously, you know, some people's thoughts about how Strive seems to be shaping up and et cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a big conversation about whether the game is being dumbed down, sort of over, yeah. oversimplified, mm -hmm. um, uh, whether, the, whether the strategy is going to be reduced enough so that, like, new players can win as easily right. as advanced players. They even said that the damage was higher for the reason that they wanted to make it so that people can win on lesser hits and stuff like that. So, you know, and it's really funny to me to see that sometimes because I saw someone, like, tweet out something kind of making fun of Street Fighter V. I was like, oh, this this like, this like is a comeback? The guy got knocked down, he made one wrong guess, mm. and then uh, he one more mix-up, he was stunned, and then the game was wrong. What is this? And I was like, dude, I uppercutted someone out of the air in hyperfighting with Ken, and they didn't block my low short, and I won. Correct. Absolutely correct. <laughs> right? Or how about Balrog versus Guile? Round one, fight. Son dash punch, pow, stand first, pow, dizzy. You won. <laughs> 
Yeah, look, many of my favorite games are essentially three hits to win rounds. I'm not opposed to that at all, to be honest. Uh, anyway, what do you think about this idea that maybe, in particular, Strive is going too far on that side? Or, in general, do you think that fighting games are going towards the side of simplification? Are we Should, should we be concerned about oversimplification in fighting games? So, the way Juna translated it uh, himself a little bit, and somebody else was talking about it, I don't remember if it was Juno or somebody else was talking about it, but, you know, he did, there was apparently a kind of a, a feel from Daisuke that he still believes that no matter how much you simplify it, this is your philosophy, mm. that it's still going to be complex at the end, right? So it's still going to be something that's hard... For, that, that good players are going to be get good at. I think he was more concerned about taking out the legacy yeah. strength, the legacy knowledge, maybe. The, the Tekken problem. The Tekken right. and Guilty Gear okay. problem. They both had this problem, right? It's the legacy sure. knowledge was a little bit too strong. And so I just... I, I, I do feel like games are pushing themselves a little bit too much towards simplification. Um... But I think a lot of games, I think people are starting to slowly realize that that's, that is not the way, right? We are not Mandalorians. That is not the way, basically. And I get the TV show reference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Crazy. Yeah. So I think, um, okay. I think people are starting to get that a little bit more, you know, because MK11 didn't try to simplify a lot of things, no. right? Um, uh, there's still a lot of hard stuff in there. Yeah. Soul Calibur, still a lot of hard stuff. Tekken, even though simplified, still a lot of, obviously a lot of hard stuff in there. BB Tag is definitely, even though they touted BB Tag as the easy game to come in and play, it is clearly probably one of the most daunting fighting games out there right now. 100%. So, yeah. yeah. There was an article with usgamer.net uh, that also was with Daisuke that I saw today. And it was much, much... Is this a new article? I, as far as I know, but let me know if that's not oh, true. Okay, but I read okay. it today. Maybe I was wrong that it wasn't for gaming. Maybe it was US Gamer or something. No, no I, think, I think this might be a separate thing. Because this one's a US one, yeah. right? Because this one didn't need translation. I think it's yes. a separate thing. Okay. Uh, anyway, and what Daisuke said there was... this is These are quotes now. So, uh, we believe that the opposite word for complicated is not always easy for developing fighting games. Not to, too put, not to put a too fine point on it, Guilty Gear Strive gameplay can certainly be very complicated as users start to learn the nuances of the game. As with other major fighting games, they may seem simple and easy to play, but high-level play is usually for those who have played these games for a long time. The problem is that there is a great ability difference between players with and without carryover knowledge from previous yeah, games. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Our general philosophy with Guilty Gear Strive is that we want every player who plays the game to be a newcomer, so to speak. So I definitely think that it's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The intention is not to make the game easy in some absolute sense, simple in some absolute sense. It's to make it so that the people who are coming into Guilty Gear from another fighting game and people who are coming into Guilty Gear Strive from Guilty Gear right. previous versions mm -hmm. can all sort of be at the same ground level. Right. They're doing what Street Fighter does all the time. Every time you Reboot. come out with a new one, it's just, you know what? Get used to a new fighting it's game. It's a new game. And we've talked about how much we like that. I like that. So I'm totally down with that. And in fact, in that translated interview, or, or I'm not sure which interview, but he even mentioned that they might even try to continue the Exert yeah, line. I wanted to mention that too. It? Yeah, Exert, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yep, he did mention that. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, you already mentioned my take on this, but 
My general thought is that it's very hard to make fighting games simple, mm -hmm. and that even in cases when you take away something that is a layer of complexity, all you're doing is making the focus refocused onto some other layer of complexity yeah, that you just yeah. weren't thinking about uh -huh. really before, and now you have to focus on that right. instead. But even on top of that, I don't really recognize a trend towards simplicity. I think instead what's happened is that the games that are 15, 20 years old, we have learned so much about that they feel super complicated compared to the games that we've been playing for six months. Which makes total <laughs> sense, right? You know everything about them. Yeah. It's, I really think it's like our it's feelings about it. Third Strike is not more complicated inherently than another game, but we have sort of figured out ways to make it very complicated. It's clearly more complicated because there's all the... Certain characters you could body cross up. Certain characters could, yeah. I mean, that's all just stuff that we've learned we over years. That and stuff years out. Yeah. And I just talked about Third Strike's history on stream at uh, Evo 2002, mm. which was like a year or two mm. into the game, right? Mike Watson was using freaking Sorai Rengeki yeah. with Yun. That is to say, like, Yun's, Yun only has one super in that game. Right. And it's called uh -huh. an Agent. And America <laughs> didn't know about that until right. like two years into the and game. And then when Tokido was doing the unblockables of Justin, and someone just linked it on my Twitter because I was talking about it. Yeah. Like, you can hear someone in the audience going, yo, that's hot. Yo, that's hot. And, like, I don't even think he knew it was an unblockable. Right. He was just like, that's sick. It's like a weird, hard weird to block cross up, yeah. No, yeah, like a weird cross-up. No, it was literally unblockable. And we were wondering, I was wondering, why isn't Justin blocking this? Right. I had no idea. Right. We didn't even know. Correct, correct. Right? So, I mean, so th there are these layers of knowledge for the games that we are so accustomed to that we've built up, and we've done that. I mean, it's inherently in the game, obviously, but our understanding of the game has uh, has advanced so much right. that they feel very complicated, mm -hmm. whereas the new games haven't had that chance yet. But I really don't think that Street Fighter V is less complicated in any any well, objective sense than some other Street I, Fighter game. I, I don't feel that way about MK11 compared to MKX or 9. I don't feel that way about uh, BB Tag. Certainly, yeah. I feel as, as as complex as any game in its series, which is the Versus series. Like the, they're all complicated. I will so. I will make the one caveat that I do think that Street Fighter Season One was simpler. I'm not going to defend Street Fighter Season <laughs> One. That's not what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. I'm talking about Street Fighter Five Season Four. Yeah, <laughs> you know you know yeah, my thoughts yeah, on Season uh, One. Uh, uh, yeah. No, Season One when that game came out, they definitely were trying very hard to simplify things. I even said this on my stream as well that I truly believe if Karen was released as a Season Four or Five character, she would have the Rekkas that she had not hidden behind a yeah right a, a right. V trigger. She probably would have just came in being like she had V trigger, she had Rekkas in Alpha, so here's her Rekkas. Right. Because they've really just have lost all of their fear of complexity for these characters. Because yeah. Lucia, like, I keep dropping everything because I can't yeah. remember what combos That's I'm supposed awesome. to do. Because that, that, but it's a good thing. Right. You know what I mean? That makes me happy, right? right? Poison has stance cancel combos. You think they would have put stance cancel combos in season one? Hell no. They didn't. Yeah, That's for sure. uh, exactly. So I will say Street Fighter V season one was definitely guilty of trying to oversimplify sure. things. But since then, They've turned it around. A I, lot, I, I, so, I agree with yeah, that. I think that's fair to say. Mm -hmm. But I think in general, these are the games that I play and care about. I do not feel that there is a larger trend towards simplicity. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel, for example, that these games that are new have any problem with players expressing themselves 
uh, or or seeming as if they find individuality in them. Right. I think that's all there in the way that it has been there before. Oh, that's right. Vega had a stance canceled, but it wasn't quite they, the same. And they nerfed it from what it was in the beta, if you recall. It was a lot worse when the game ended up launching. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, okay, I remember being okay. really excited for Vega pre-launch in the beta because I was like, oh, this character's going to have so much cool stance cancel pressure, and then they just... Right. But his was also... Was a lot worse. His was actually just cancel into the stance link. Yeah. Whereas... Poison is cancel into the stance, cancel the stance yeah, into another right, yeah. button, which is a different thing. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't think that's true. Um, I would say I think the one area where that may be true is that some games have made the execution a little bit easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, so that, you know, I don't feel like I can really argue against that point. Right. But strategically, I don't think that that's been true. Um, now, I'm not a gear player, right? I, don't, I, I can't speak to how the progression has gone in that sense. But in the game series that I do follow and care about, I don't think that this is really an actual trend. I think it's much more about people who are accustomed to playing an old game in a way that feels now very complicated, but that in reality, if we just had more time in our existing games, our current games, then we would feel like those games are really complicated as well. We're going to feel like these games are complicated in the future, for sure. This conversation happens every time that a new, significantly new game comes out. And as you mentioned, it happens more with a game like Street Fighter. That mm-hmm, series mm-hmm. tends to be very different each time, so you get to see this in more stark relief. Right. But each time that happens, there are people who say, <laughs> the last game is the one that was the most complicated and the most interesting and the best, the new one's the sucky one. Right. That's happened literally since Third Strike. Yeah, and, and Wasik just posted in the chat, James Shea found an interview from five years ago yeah. about Exerd Sign talking exactly. about simplification. Exactly. They try to make it simpler. They I'm simplified just, the whole entire Roman cancel system, and that created the one of the more complicated aspects of Guilty Gear Exer, and so I'm just not at all concerned about this idea of simplification in fighting games. I think I, it's, mean, I think it's got to be hard to make a game simple. One, I, I mean, I am concerned, but then what you said, and then uh, Ian Walker said this on uh, Twitter as well, and it's a really, really smart perspective, is that you kind of have to say it. Yeah, it's a marketing plan. Yeah, it's a marketing plan, right? You have to say it because you don't want to be like, oh, our game is super complicated. Like, you have to be like, oh, this one, this one is super easy to get into, so buy our game because you'll be able to get into it. No problem. You know, I think think it's a good point that that's not actually great PR. Right. uh Because I do think that it's true that, like, for example, people pick up Melee even now because it is complicated and they know that, right? Right. There are people who really care about that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure that that actually is good marketing. But right. uh-huh. I think that it is their idea to market it, these yeah, games yeah, yeah, as being yeah. simpler uh-huh. than before. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe, I mean, that's not even really what Daisuke is doing, right? He's instead saying explicitly in this U.S. Gamer interview, it's not so much that they want to make the game easy. They want it to be complicated still. But they just don't want to have the, the what, what did he phrase it as? Um, they don't want to have that great ability difference between players with and without carryover knowledge from previous yeah, games. Yeah, carry right? the legacy. It's knowledge. The legacy knowledge yeah, yeah, that they want exactly. to do without. Exactly. Exactly, and I think that's, that's really cool. I think that's fine. Uh, what are you linking to us, Supa? He's in my chat all the time, so I'll, I'll click on the link and trust it. So, oh, this is just a oh, that's a five mysterious mod. Yeah, yeah, that's funny yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm not. I don't care about mysterious mod stuff because, like, honestly, if you mod any game, you could make combos like stupid, ridiculous. It's cool. I mean, I like watching that stuff. Yeah. It's not something I'm gonna play, but it's I, mm-hmm. that's cool, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it just like it doesn't mean anything to me. Right, right, right. It's just like a... especially if you're designing the game to be combo crazy, then you're inventing the combos. So 
the combos aren't exciting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. That's kind of how I feel that's about it. it. So yeah, that's how I how I feel about it. To me, it's the best when you find combos that the developers are like, whoops. <laughs> You know? <laughs> no, I already knew about the three short you can combo with Ken. I already knew, I knew about it. Right. Or, knew or, about or like when... Uh, I already knew about it, James. Like, uh, what, what was it? Uh, <laughs> the uh, In Marvel 3, when they talked to... Uh, was it? Nit, what was the guy's... Nitsuma? Nitsuma, that's what it was. They Literally at the panel at Evo, they asked him, did you guys know about some of these things? And he was like, we knew about some of them, but we just didn't think humans were going to be able to do it. Mm. You know, like literally they were like, oh yeah, this is possible, but there's no way people are going to get good enough to... Just can't un- underestimate them. So. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about this topic? Uh, no, I think, I think uh, anybody who's getting mad about Guilty Gear, you know, at this point in time is overreacting and, 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 and jumping the gun way too much. And I think that everybody who is enjoying Guilty Gear right now were obviously given the VIP treatment and a lot of grapes and, you know, they were grapes. fed and, you know, fanned by the by the models and uh-huh. everything like that. So I don't know who to trust. That th- no, I'm just kidding. People who actually enjoy the game, who've played it, you know, they, they say it feels like Guilty Gear. And I think yeah. we can rely on that. So I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that's not to say that if you feel that a game is going in a direction you don't like that you shouldn't say your perspective you should you should say it yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine uh-huh, uh-huh. i just wouldn't be super concerned but you know hey, chat about it if it's something that you care about mm-hmm. and they have specifically asked for feedback after all anyway we'll see how that development goes quite a long ways left Okay, okay. Okay, we've begun. Yes, let's go. Let's move on to the next one now. (laughs) This one is, uh, yeah. Alright, we'll we'll talk about it. So, this dude, Bill Minutis, right? Um, Who plays under the handle of. I almost want to type this title as the Brady Bunch of Bullet. Yikes! But, uh,. Plays as MK Tom Brady. Uh, the Brady Bunch of BS. There okay, you, you did it. Alright. <clears throat> Tom raised money on his stream to go to NEC and play MK11 there. And he didn't. He didn't do that. He claimed that he went. He even forged a receipt that he went. Are you serious? I am serious, unfortunately. Oh, crap. Uh, I didn't he, even know about that one. He forged an Uber receipt. And the way that uh, people figured out that it was fake was that he said that he took an Uber on Thursday, November 30th. Unfortunately, November 30th was, a, why was ever- a Saturday. Is that why everyone kept talking about Thursday, November 30th? Indeed. I did not know. I saw people talking about that, and I had no idea what it was referring to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even on top of that, like, so the stream, I didn't watch the whole stream that he did yesterday, but uh, at near the beginning of it, he was talking about, oh, he didn't do it. I mean, that is to say, he did go. He didn't steal money or whatever. 
he was there, uh, and then he didn't want to produce a receipt. And it took him a while to. And then when he finally did, he showed things on his screen, including this little Gmail, where it just mm-hmm. had his receipts in it, right? It also had a receipt for a program that can be used to edit images, which he bought, and then maybe used to edit that image. <laughs> you know, it's, it's... I mean, someone messaged us on Twitter and basically said that he also admitted over the course of the years he started donation drives for events he never planned on going yeah. to with the intent to keep the money. So he's been doing this for a while. Right, man. right. So yeah, that's something that's what I, I wanted to bring up too. Uh, I I heard about this for the first time only recently myself. Um, uh, a couple months ago maybe. I don't know, something, something not too long ago. But yeah, I've heard of this happening before of him raising money to go, he not going. He was also going. sponsored by someone to go to an event. I kind of remember that he didn't show up Yeah, to. that's happened. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean this is this is an ongoing thing. Uh, it's you know there have been other allegations that he's done even worse things than this, taking a lot of sums of money from people. I can't speak to the veracity of that myself, but those are allegations that are out there. Uh, there's other stuff that um, I mean it's weird for sure. Like it's, I don't, know, don't need to go into it for, for really, but like there's gonna be a lot of weird stuff. So this is something we need to talk about because it's it's obviously in this instance. It sucks. And it's not just that it sucks. It's like theft, maybe? Oh, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it is theft. I mean, maybe it's fraud. I don't know if fraud, it's theft. It's but probably it's, more it's fraud. fraud, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, it's like actionable stuff, right? I mean, this is... I mean, he's admitted all this stuff. stuff. Yeah, and he's not giving anybody their money back at this point? Okay, so what he said is that people who want his him to give their money back, he will. But that people have told him that they would just want him to keep it. That's what he said some of his supporters wanted him to do. I don't know if that's right, but that's certainly what he said. Um, you know, is that true? I don't know. I mean, at this point, though, I mean, is this an actionable offense to the point where the, you know, obviously we have no governing body, but yeah. sh- should he be banned from events right, or right. things that's, like that's, that? That's like, the conversation now. Um <clears throat> And and I think I think we have to talk about what to do in this situation. And I think we have to talk about even even more than that about how it is that we've let this continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel I feel bad in retrospect because I had heard about this kind of behavior, like I said, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. I know other people who have had more knowledge than that over the years, and it's it's in part our bad for letting it get this far. Right. As to say, like I think it's it's on us as a scene. Of letting this happen and letting this continue. Now, I mean, if somebody just wants to give him money, like that's whatever, that's out of right. our hands. But in in terms of sort of al- allowing him to be like a member of the scene in some sense, whatever that means, I don't know, but whatever that means, allowing that to continue, I feel like we have kind of let people down, <laughs> and and I I don't want to do that. You know, I I want to have a scene that that doesn't allow. Hucksterism. I want. Well, I want to get that out of here. Well, so here's a couple of things, right? This this always kind of comes from a little bit of the you know uh, heroes, the superstar, the worship kind of mentality, which I've always been against, yeah. right? I've never wanted this to be a worship mentality kind of scene, yeah. right? 
I don't. Well, you can have your favorite players. Of you course. can be their fans, but you should not think of them as holier than thou or anything yeah. like that, right? So if if you ever run into them in a tournament, you you, you want to beat their ass, you know what I mean, kind of thing like that. But when you get to the point where you worship somebody, and I think this is kind of where Tom Brady, you know, he's spent a lot of time pushing himself up as a celebrity. I'm Tom Brady. I'm important. I, I should be doing this in the game. I should be doing this. And I think, you know, he's built up and maybe a, enough of a base that peop, that they that they believe the hype. That is right. And so he was able to kind of take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe as a community, we have to stop doing that or just... Whenever anybody runs some sort of donation drive, we just have to be very watchful of it. You know what I mean? Like, we just... I, Because I don't want to not have donation drives. Right, right. Because there's a lot of times those things are helpful. Oh, yeah. And people are genuinely willing to help. And but, the people receiving them are genuinely willing to do the thing. Right, and they do, do do the thing. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's so it usually works. So I don't want to... Get rid of that of idea, but I think we need to just, you know, hold people accountable for following through. And if they don't follow through, then kind of demand a refund, you know, kind of situation. So, so. that everybody is demanding a refund. That is to right, say, the right. larger scene is demanding a refund. He has claimed that some people won't demand refunds, aren't demanding refunds. I don't know, whatever. But I mean, as far as the scene goes, I do want us to to take some steps to not allow this kind of behavior in the community. Mm -hmm. I, I want to have a community that is welcoming and that uh, that won't take advantage of people in this significant way. I mm -hmm. mean, it's it's predatory stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's not it's not just being mean, it's it's predatory behavior. And, and it's a weird thing too because you see this kind of cycle happen all the time. It happens once. Like maybe he got donations for a tournament and at the last second he couldn't go. And he nobody said anything. He was like, huh. I don't know. And then he tried it one more time. And eventually it just goes into that pattern. It's like it's such a normal cycle for people spiraling down this weird path. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. Maybe don't know. he literally thought, I need money. How can I get money from people? You know, I don't know. I really but, don't like, know. Yeah. But it's it's unfortunate that it happened to him and that, that it's gone this way. And um yeah, we just don't want it to. I mean, I do like what somebody said in the chat, though, that, you know, Tom Brady is more the exception than the norm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been another player who has scammed a lot of people out of money in the FGC. He's ended up going to jail a bunch of times and stuff like that. Okay. So uh, um, I can't remember his handle right now. That's all right. I know who you're talking about. Okay, okay. But, um, uh, you know, it's so I feel like it's those two are the ones that I know the most outside of you know, shady TOs who have stolen money and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but uh, that is that is mostly... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, People yeah, are mentioning yeah, the yeah. chat. Whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's mostly a bygone era. It's that is, That's not to say that we are entirely free of of the hucksters and the shady people. E larger esports is certainly still full of that, but the FGC, while still retaining some of it, is much better off than it was years ago. It used to be way worse, mm -hmm. way worse than it is now. Um, I, it used to be a, every year there'd be some tournament that would not give out money, right? It was not <laughs> uncommon, seriously. Right. Um, and now that's happening the raffles, less frequently. Yeah, people would run raffles, have their friends mm -hmm. or imaginary people win them. 
And then they would re-raffle that same item basically right. over and over and over again. Yeah, there, so. were, uh, there were definitely problems. Definitely problems, but we've we've worked on stamping it out a little bit, and it's something that we clearly need to, need to do to do more on. Mm -hmm. um, like for example, I think in this case, it can't just be that community leaders and people who knew what was going on say things like that they uh, don't want to see Tom around, that Tom needs to give the money back. I think they, we, me, need to also apologize for for allowing it to continue. Mm. So my bad. I didn't know about this for very long, but I did know about some of it a couple of months ago. I heard about okay. it. Um, and I feel bad in retrospect that I didn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, that's something that I want other people to be able to say, too. I really feel like this is not its not just a Tom Brady problem. It's a scene problem, and it's something that we need to deal better uh, with as a community. Right. I, yeah, I mean, but again, you know, that's kind of one of those things that that's why we have to just anytime people are doing any sort of donations like we just need to be able to watch them and and and, and make sure they follow through yeah and you know now that tom brady has been kind of exposed for this kind of situation that um hopefully people will talk about this more you yeah. know that that anytime someone does do something like this like here's a donation drive and they don't do anything with the money then you know people will call them out and then we'll be able to deal with it. But like you said, if anybody hears any word of it, to bring it up to somebody right away. And, and but, I mean, here's the thing though, like, so like, how would you bring it up? Like, would you just be publicly. like on Twitter? Like, hey, this guy's That's doing what I, I think it needs to be public because uh, people are saying in the chat, so for example, Pig of the Hudson here, see Fox Grandpa in here. Um, mm -hmm. And I have seen Pig talk about this in the past, I want to point out. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes when we discuss this stuff, it's like, kind of a backroom talk or mm. it's it's I mean, not in like a major public way i heard about it because one of my friends told me about it right yeah. and then i didn't tell anybody else but that friend might have told people who he was also friends with but we're not like out there talking about it at the time yeah, in some, public there's some people literally in the chat right now saying that they've known about it for quite some time yeah there so. you go yeah i mean yeah. that's it needs to be out there in a way that is accessible because the people who are giving Tom money, um, the people who are, who maybe the people who just want their money back, again, I don't mm -hmm. know, if there's people who want him to take the money, whatever, fine. But if there's people who feel scammed about this, those people didn't have the conversation that I had with my friend at a tournament I attended. <laughs> right. That's not yeah, yeah, yeah. available mm -hmm. to them. We need this to be more out there. It needs to be uh, better in the public view than we have been making it. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have a lot of people. Uh, one of the guys, uh, you know, King Hippo on on Twitter, you know, has been, you know, doing a lot of posts, blog posts, crusades about trying to make the FGC a lot better and, you know, calling out the fact that a lot of times people don't call out this kind right. of thing. You right, right. No, that's that's true. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it is, it's a weird situation, too, because, like, Sometimes you'll hear something, and sometimes it's like uh, uh, I don't feel like it's my business to, to, to exactly say these kind feeling, of things, yeah. right? That's how. I and sometimes it is, right? Sometimes I I shouldn't say anything because it really is not my business Fair to enough, talk yeah. about some of those things. That has to be a judgment call you make, right? right? But then sometimes it also feels like you know you don't want to just be all of a sudden jumping out and being like, "What the heck, this guy?" You know, like I feel I, I would I would I would see it and be like, "Wait." Can someone give me proof or, you know, or something like that? And yeah. th but I don't know. Like, 
what how I wouldn't know how to tweet it out. Like I heard no, this no, is it happening. Can, you right. Know? No, no, like, no, it can't just be per speculation. So right, in, in yeah. this in this instance that I'm talking about where one of my friends told me about something like this happening, that friend talked about it on Twitter today. What I what I should have done, and I I would like to myself to have done that I didn't, was to ask around more. I didn't even ask more. I just heard, I heard right, the story, and then yeah. I was like, "Wow, that sucks!" And then we stopped talking about it. But I could have asked more. I could have said, "Do you have a text message about this? Do you have an email about this?" Well, th- he did. It turns out there there we could have been doing this. And it's it's not the kind of thing you just go out there on an unsubstantiated rumor. That's right. not at all what I mean. Now, would you? But conf- it, you do need to do some due diligence when you hear about. Would it. you confront the person? Would you actually just go to Tom Brady and I heard you're doing this? I would want to get more info first. I would want to get more info first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's the time. You know, they say that. I mean, would you go to Tom Brady and ask for info during that process? Uh, I would want to already know. Okay. Okay. I would want. I would want to already have talked with the people who. Um, have been asked to right. say that they that he was to share their geolocation data with him so that he could say that he was at Evo with them, <laughs> right? right. Um, that's not a question that just gets asked in the ether. There's like a text about it. Like mm-hmm. there's that is a physical thing somewhere. It's a bit of data that you can take a screenshot of. We could have done that, and we didn't. So Pig mentions that. Uh, this is one of the first times when it's it's clearly it's it's clear that he did it, and we can sort of easily prove it. But we could have done this before too, dude. We I, just I, also, done. I see some people talking about in the chat that the FGC is soft today, and we let this stuff kind of go. I actually think that's exactly the opposite. Because the, sure. the FGC in the past was so corrupt, like people were splitting. I still, like I said, I made it to winners' finals in a tournament. At Southern Hills Golf Land, and then fought like four more people and got eliminated. <laughs> yeah. At Southern Hills Golf Land, because they didn't want me to get back to that point again. Like, I still, like, to this day, now that I understand brackets more, yeah. I'm more like, wait a minute, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, like, wait, how, what? You know, so like there was like corruption everywhere in the and people. I, I mean, I don't know if I want to say it's everywhere. Okay, right? yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But my point being, it was it, it was less uncommon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the day, uh-huh, exactly. So, uh, so that's just the thing. It's like it's people have to realize that we're actually being less soft now. Yeah, because we're not letting this shit rock. I, th- I think you're right. Uh, I mean. I think one thing that is not irrelevant to to this sort of change mm-hmm. is that we're getting a little older. There's also many new players, but I'm in my mid to late thirties, right? You're even past that. Pigs in there, like all- <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> I've, yeah. the, the point is, we're not we're not kids anymore, and I sort of I'm past the point in my life where I care overly much if somebody's negative about me. That doesn't really rile me up anymore. Right, right. But if somebody is is being a jerk within my scene, if they're being a jerk to my community, especially if they're part of my community, right. that's what riles me up nowadays. Right. That's what still right. gets me going. And I've, I've talked with other friends who have that same kind of mindset. Like, right. we've gotten a little bit older. We don't... It's time to sort of take care of the scene for the next generation. <laughs> Thank you, Top 2 GG. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Oh, I'll be there soon. I'll be in my mid forties soon. That's how it's gonna feel for sure. Yeah, but then I'll, I'll be there be, tomorrow. I'll, I'll feel be, like I'll be in my mid fifties by then. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, God, that's crazy to think about, dude. Yeah. Ah, so crazy to think about. 
Man. So we got we got work to do as a scene, and I think that this is a good opportunity to reflect on that. You know, and try I, to make try to make it better moving. I forward. talk about this all the time. Every time I see someone go, "Oh my God, I turned 30. It's crazy," and I have the same response to them every time is that this is the that's going to be the best years of your life because you realize you're not invincible anymore. You're not worried about protecting yourself. You kind of realize that principles are kind of a little more important sometimes mm. you know what i mean like yeah getting older has its benefits yeah I, it's it's crazy that you know as a person who is older now you know it, it's it's the worst thing you know everyone's like you'll understand when you're older and the crazy part is you really do oftentimes that's you, true you that's really well. really really do and it's crazy dude it's crazy because like i said Every, as soon as you get that first point in time where you realize you're not invincible, everything changes in your mind. Everything changes in your mind. So I never had that mindset of being invincible. Yeah. My body's been falling apart since I was way too young for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you can see it in a lot of people. So of course, a lot of, of course, people yeah. who are young, when, when they're young, it's just like, this is easy. This is, oh, of course I can do this. Oh, what? Why don't I... I should be getting more, you know, like yeah. you feel like the world owes you. You feel okay, like, yeah. I mean, I certainly you know, felt, kind of... I felt the world was easier when I was younger, yeah, even though it wasn't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I didn't feel invincible, but I did feel like I, my possibilities were more endless. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and getting more perspective, I think has been great. I'm, I'm very happy about it. Yeah. For me, most years have been better than the previous. Not every time, but mostly that's true. Anyway, it's a huge tangent. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to conclude by saying that we, need to do better as a scene. Yeah. And this is an instance where we're talking about it. I'm very glad that we're talking about it. We can't let it continue. Uh, you know, if somebody wants to throw away their money, whatever, that's not up to us. But to the extent that somebody I mean, feels it, scammed, we need to we need to do something. Right. I mean, if somebody, like somebody in the chat earlier said that they really enjoy Tom's streams. Okay. So if you enjoy his streams and you donate to it because you just enjoy him as a right. streamer, then, that, you know, you, hey, don't, you don't have to feel bad about that's... that. But if you were like someone who just kind of came out of nowhere and was like, oh, you know, I'd like to see him go. Here's some money. Right. I want to see you play Mortal Kombat 11 in tournament at right. any uh-huh. like, like if, if that's you're... what your donation's yeah, for, yeah, uh-huh. that's bad. Yeah. That was a scam. Exactly. So I don't know, man. Again, it's been going on for a long time. Reports are. Yeah, but it's Allegations good that are. it's out there now. And, you know, I mean... Shout outs to Tom for at least admitting all of it. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, he could. It, it, it was not. I'm not giving him like credit as. <laughs> it wasn't like he came out and just said it. He he had to be sort of browbeaten about well, it. I guess the Thursday, the 30th yes. kind of did, did him Sonic in. Sonic Fox so, did yeah, some stuff. Never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. Coach Steve did some never stuff. Mind, like never it, mind. Was an, it was a process. Yeah, okay, never mind. He never had mind. to get blown up first. I'll take it back. I'll yeah. take it back. So. Yeah. Take, and even even while talking about that, he's still he was still talking about how he's the best Sub Zero. It just it's that's not good. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't the scene the scene the stream was not funny to me. It's yeah. not funny watching somebody fall apart like that. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, then then I will rescind that and give credit to Sonic Fox and Coach Steve and everybody else who helped put yeah, it out sure. there in public. So yeah. For sure. So I guess at that point, yeah, there really is no way to deny it, right? No, no, yeah. Like, oh, Thursday the 30th, that was, they just messed up on their receipt. They doctored their own receipt right. to send to me from this program. Well, that's what we're talking about, right? I mean, what's the punishment? Um, we, I mean, as I mean, a scene, don't have a mechanism for that. 
So is, is this an impetus where somebody would ban them, ban him from their tournament? Maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah, and again... It, but that's it, up to an individual T.O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man. No, I, you know what? I think I'm going to retire the Tom Brady stream layout. Uh, I think it's hilarious. I've really... That's like my favorite stream layout. Which one? Where um, I'm playing from the passenger side of my car in a New Jersey gas station. Wait, that's a Tom Brady <laughs> Did thing? you not know that? No! Yeah. I had that no one, idea what that... That is a reference to his video where he yells about Sub-Zero and how he is going to be the best in tournaments now because he's not going to play Sub-Zero anymore and a lot of other things it's a very big rant mm-hmm. but that was that was a video that he made in his own car from the passenger side of a gas station I had no and idea that's, that's I had no idea that that's what the reference was I just thought it was like a clever little design that you made nope. oh man so I really like that stream layout but yeah it's, <laughs> it's probably time to move on I guess okay fair enough <sighs> All right. Well, I guess that's it. If there's anything else to say, yeah, do you have anything else? No. I mean, I'd l- I'd love to. Uh, I don't know. At this point, I mean, he's forty, right? He's the time for him to have been better is a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what we can do about that. Only, I hope that he does change and get better. But yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll, I'll tack on, on there point. is that you know I mentioned him a little bit earlier, but I know. You know, uh, King Hippo has been trying a lot to, to change a lot of things in the yeah. FGC. Uh, what is it? It's not we King just... Hippo. It's King Hippo's number number or something or other. Uh, his account. Hello. Uh, King Hippo forty two. Okay. Uh, okay. Must be a must be a fan of. Uh, uh, I was almost called the Guardians of the Galaxy. Shoot, what is the. Hitchhiker's Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, there you go. I wouldn't be surprised knowing that guy. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I mean, he had some recent good blog posts. Definitely check him out. I mean, I'm surprised he he has as few followers as he has. Yeah, he's got a lot of good posts, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. so there you go. But again, this has got to be a scene one thing. So let's Mm -hmm. all do better. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, what are the viewer Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's talk about viewer topics here for 5-5 matchup. We We got some good ones. Okay, okay. Like I said, I haven't had a chance to look at any you know, of this You know what yet. we should do is, can you put this on screen? We should have just yeah, been doing yeah, this the whole sure, time, actually. no problem, no problem. No <laughs> I'll problem. read them out, too, because I know people listen to this as just a podcast. Yeah, 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 of course, but it'll just be good to see him as Yeah, well. definitely, so, definitely. Let's see, Paul. Anyway, look, I, I hope the guy changes, of course. Um, doesn't seem super likely now, but right, I hope that's true. Right, all right. So All right, well, each week we allow people to give us topic ideas for this, and then we... Gather them all up, and we put them out on a poll, and we allow our subscribers via Patreon and Twitch to vote on their favorites, and we will discuss the topic for the one that gets the most votes. Uh, If this is something you'd like to contribute to, anybody can give us topics, but if you want to vote, then you got to give us that sub on Patreon or Twitch. That's right, and so here are the questions that we have. Number one. Does the FGC Twitter blow the whole simplifying fighting games things out of proportion? Do you know, people act too negative? We just kind of answered we kinda, that. We kind of did it, yeah. Yeah, so two. Would you want SFV CE to allow both B skills and both V triggers at the same time? Dang. Okay, three. What's the worst FG fighting uh, fighting game comeback mechanic? And why is it the Street Fighter Three parry? Wow. Wow. Did I submit this question? <laughs> 
Did I submit this question? Jeez. Uh, what do you think for? What do you think about genuine gaming keeping their players a teeth butt and a wise honey from playing against me in Pakistan a week before the Tekken World Tour finals? We talked about that kind yeah. of. Five, what were the most brilliant slash interesting mechanics or gameplay features that you've encountered in your fighting game life? Why did they work then? Would they still be interesting today? Oh, you mean Third Strike Perry? Ha! <laughs> Six, why is it... So you entered a question, too. No, <laughs> Six, why is it cool to hate on mainstream titles, especially Capcom? Uh, because internet. Wow. Uh, seven, which old game is viewed through the most rose-colored tinted glasses? <laughs> why is it CBS 2? What is it? What is with these people with these leading questions, leading questions. here? Leading questions, dude. Uh, eight, what do you think about Momochi finally accepting the Jesu Pro license? We're probably going to talk about this no matter what. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Um... Uh, Nine, do you think there should be a worldwide invitational of first to ten sets? Would that show who's the best better than a normal tournament? Tokido has said he thought he was close to being the strongest until Taigo beat him in a first to ten. Mm-hmm. And then if there was an all-FGC commentator fantasy fighting game, what style would you want it to be? Street Fighter, anime, NRS, 3D, etc. And what would your character archetype be? Wow. That's an awesome question, actually. All right. All right. So let's okay. give up. So the results. The one that we're going to be talking about, because we might as well do it here, but we're definitely going to talk about it anyway, is what do you think about Momochi finally accepting uh, the Chessu Pro license? Okay, okay. So that's what everybody wants us to talk about. All right, fair enough. We will do so. The news is that Momochi has accepted a pro license under the Japan Esports Union. Uh, haven't seen much more info than that. I tried to do a little bit of a digging, and I could only find that his name just appeared in the list of people who had licenses. Right, yeah. It's not like he put out like a press release, right? right. Just uh-huh. that his name like appeared right. in that context. So yeah, all right. We assume that as a result, he has the license. Yep. I mean, the, the the backstory to this is that he did not want to get a license for a long time. The even further backstory to this is that the Jesu Pro license exists as a way to allow Japanese fighting game players or pro gamers or whatever right. to earn money in a way that that they legally may not be able to otherwise he, he did, dubiously he maybe did, unclear he did have a stream where he talked about it i don't know what he said but he said oh he like would just have, recently he did yeah uh, like after it happened he said something about like oh i'm gonna have a stream where i talk about it a little bit oh i don't know if anybody in here saw the chat or saw what he said and you mean just recently right not like a while ago yeah, yeah, yeah. like just really quickly just right after it was announced oh my bad I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. didn't see that uh yeah so someone says he spoke about it for an hour oh i i don't know what he said okay. unfortunately i, I, I didn't try to, to find out and my guess i, I mean honestly out. he's in the capcom cup and if he can win that, that's a, a life-changing amount of money. Yeah. He's married. He's got a lot of stuff. That I feel like uh, probably that's just really what it comes down I, to. I, I would think so, too. Uh, so, again, getting this license is the way to make sure that you, as a pro gamer in Japan, can earn money that otherwise might be limited to you. Uh, I spoke with a Japanese esports lawyer about this, and they, to them it was not so clear that it was required. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, it seems like the Japan Esports Union has a lot of power, and so even Momochi has now gotten into it. Um, he, in part, didn't want to do it because he felt like it was sort of gatekeeping. He didn't like the fact that it was this overarching company deciding things instead of the FGC grassroots sort of figuring it out uh, by itself. I understand if the reason is just financial. Um, there is a tremendous amount of money on the line on Capcom, at Capcom Cup, and even though Capcom Cup is here in the United States, 
if you're a Japanese player who wins it and you don't have a license, you don't get all the money, mm-hmm. right? That's in the rules. That's in the rules itself of the Capcom Cup. Um, so if he wants to get the money, he needs to have the license. And at, at some point, I mean, as an individual, you just don't have enough bargaining power. Right. And, and if Momochi staying out of the license wasn't killing the license, he tried it for a couple of years mm-hmm. and it just didn't do the thing that I think he wanted it to do. Didn't bring any attention. Everybody was still joining it the license. It did bring attention, yeah. right? I mean, we, so, Someone even said his students were still accepting licenses. Yeah, yeah, it was bringing attention, but it just wasn't changing anything. That's right. It just wasn't changing anything. So having tried that experiment for a couple of years, I get it. Just in terms of the balance of power, it's just too great, right? As one person, you don't have that much authority in these instances, and... He tried it and it didn't work. And it's just really hard to give up that much money. It's just impractical. You know, I mean, to for any of us to sort of make the demand that he continue to not make that much yeah. money, it's just unreasonable. Yeah, it's no, just selfish. If anybody looks at him and is like, what? You sold out? Like, dude, come on. Man's got to eat, right? I mean, that's yeah. just what it comes down to at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just, it's Momochi just, is not the problem. Right? Momochi is not the problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, it's the laws that is the problem. It's the law that's the problem. And it's even more than maybe the letter of the law. It's the implementation of the law. Yeah. As far as I understand it, that is the problem that allows this to, to even be an issue in the first place. Yeah. My speculation has always been that part of the reason for the Jesu license is is to get control over the players. Right. That it's not, it's not like some... There's nothing uh, kind about it. It's... It's more that the people who run Jesu, which are literally like Capcom and other big publishers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're the ones who want to control who can be a license holder or not because that gives them market power. And I really think there's more of this explanation than the like absolute legal need to have this. So, you know, they do have market power. It's obviously been established, even when what she's given into it now. And it just feels like it's set at this point. I don't know how you get around it now. Yeah. It's 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 too established. Uh, every game is doing it now. Tekken has it. You know, the Jesse License, even DBFZ has it now and everything. Yeah. It's like I said, he's made a lot of noise about it. It just, nothing's come out of it. Everybody's still being like, oh, right. I got my Jesse License. Let's go. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, I mean, there have been articles written about it here yeah. and in Japan. We've talked about it many times on our little show, but it's also been dealt with in much bigger mm-hmm. avenues than our thing and nothing changed so yeah. it's it sucks it definitely sucks but yeah I, I in his position as ideological as i like to feel that i am i could i turn down 50k for that i mean that's i don't know probably not <laughs> that, right who could do that yeah yeah i mean he already has he's already he given has, up 50k yeah so yeah, he has he's, he's already turned it I mean, down. That's, it's Evo just Japan, right? Right. So so, so hard to ask. And that the, he the, the to Japan do that. major. He won the Japan major, and that was one of the super premieres. Remember? Indeed. So yeah, he had to give up that money, and all he got was like a a, a monitor or something like that. So hey. I don't blame him at all. I just think it's a bad situation, and it's the kind of thing that you would need. That's right. He did get the money from Evo Japan. That's right, because that one wasn't under the Jesu uh, stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot. Okay. Anyway. Um, it's it's the kind of thing you need a union for. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot uh, bargain against the ownership by yourself. Yeah. Like, uh, 
centuries of labor history is all about that, right? <laughs> you just don't have that authority, even right. if you're one of the big fish. Yeah, I don't think he's actually going to get any of the back pay. I would love him to, but yeah, he's totally. definitely not going to. Seems so. unlikely. And is a union plausible? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Certainly under U.S. law. I don't know how J- Japanese law works about that stuff, but in the U.S. context, there's no requirement that, like, Capcom bargain with the players because right. they're not employees. Uh, it's not really even hard to get a license. It's just the company that runs the game is like, here's a license. Yeah, basically. they can give out a license, right? So they give out licenses to people just because they think they deserve it, but also right. they've given out licenses to people who win tournaments. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I don't know that I've the seen... First, the first few people who got licenses for Street Fighter Five, it was just their decision. They right. just gave it out to... I think they gave it out to the top-ranked Japanese players. I think players, that is what it is, CPT, yeah. Uh, I'm not aware of them withholding a license from anybody who otherwise deserves right. it. Like, I know they weren't withholding it from Momochi. Momochi just didn't want it. I don't know that if there's any other instance of them, like, withholding it. But they just yeah. still, as a result, have a lot of power. Right. I mean, it's fortunate, at least, that you don't have to apply and pay money to right. have, maintain the license. But oh. still, there's just control over it, yeah. right? They're basically, by the, by accepting the license, you are now under their rules, mm-hmm. basically, kind of situation. Yeah, so. and you never know. Maybe they will withhold. Yeah. You, just, you don't know how the future will go. Right. But that's giving a lot of power to people who are not really FGC. It's a bummer. What if your sponsor had a clause to receive a portion of the winnings? Would that oversee? Would that over... Almost all of the major player contracts have that clause nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a while where that was not true, but it's kind of... It used to be true, then it wasn't. Now it mostly is. So yeah, I assume that the teams can earn money as a result. Why not? Hmm. Interesting. In Japan. Definitely that happens in the yeah. U.S. Hmm. Yeah, that's an unfortunate situation, but you know you can only do so much if it's not gaining any traction. Right. Unfortunately, so at this point in time, there's probably better ways to fight it. You know what I mean? Like, for example, winning the money and then just being like, "This not should be like like using that as the platform to talk." Okay, about. so you like win Capcom Cup, you have a license, you take the money. And then the next month, you throw the your you go onto the steps of City Hall and you burn your license. <laughs> <laughs> not your... not quite like that, but more like like this is what I had to give up to be able to do this. Like yeah. this shouldn't be the way I that see, I, I earn the money. You know, blah blah blah, the kind of thing like that. You know, like I had to accept this because you know the way that the laws work. Blah blah blah. You know, kind of things like that. So yeah. <laughs> revoke it after you win. Well, I don't know. I mean, Gentle Snow is making a joke saying, turn pro in NRS games. You know, the scene's not really there, but in addition to that, even if tomorrow somehow it was the case that there was a big NRS player scene there, NRS itself, or WB, doesn't have that kind of representation in Japan. Mm-hmm. And so would there even be that pro license extended right, to a fighting yeah. game competitor? Right. The peop- The fighting games so far who have the licenses are all... Capcom and Bandai. Right. I don't know if they would allow a competitor. I don't really don't know. I hope so. But yeah, it's not. This is not a great example because there just is not a big MKC injury. Right. Okay. Anyway, all right. Well, um, is there a particular question that you, was the Ultra Chen choice? The Ultra Chen one, huh? Would like so. Well, we did address these a couple of these already. Yeah. Uh, so there's the SF. V having both V skills and both V triggers. What's the worst F fighting game comeback mechanic? What do you think about genuine gaming? We talked about that one about a, a teeth butt and a wise honey. 
Uh, what were the most brilliant, interesting mechanics? Why is it cool to hate on mainstream titles? Which old game is viewed through the most rose-tinted glasses? Uh, do you think there should be a worldwide invitational of first to ten sets? And then with zero votes, if there cool. was an all-FGC commentator fantasy fighting game, what style would you want it to be? Dang, nobody wanted to hear about that. And also, I want to point out, Nobody voted for what's the first fighting game comeback mechanic and why is it the SF3 parry. Thank what, you to everybody the worst for one? not uh-huh. giving in to that baited question. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Much obliged. I don't think it's the worst fighting game comeback The worst mechanic. fighting game comeback mechanic is Pandora mode. Yeah, that's probably... Well, that's in terms of the quality of it yes. because it sucks, because right? Because it's bad. I think what the question is asking is what's the worst one in terms of like 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 a blue shell. Like this is just rubber banding because because parry obviously is not a bad comeback mechanic. It's actually an excellent comeback mm. mechanic. It's not really a comeback yeah, mechanic. Yeah, it's too much. Right, it's right? more than yeah, that, yeah, honestly, yeah. right? Uh, but I think it's more like what's the most blatantly like like here's free power comeback mechanic. You know, kind of like how everybody was mad about ultra combos in 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 Street Fighter Four. They were indeed, yeah. yeah. When SF4 came out, mm-hmm. there was an uproar about ultras. You get what? Just for getting your butt kicked? Yeah. Are you serious? You get this much yeah. of a damaging combo? Yeah. Because I mean, I'm beating you. Yeah, X Factor Level Three is a pretty good one, actually. X Factor Level Three was yeah. kind of a, a I think silly it's probably one. X Factor. Yeah, X Factor Level Three is so blatant. However. I even said this on my chat yesterday. Uh, you know, GC Yoshi put out a tweet. He was like, you know, when I think back on it, with all this talk about dumbing down games, UMVC3 was like the best game ever because like it was so simple, yet at the highest levels, it's like super complicated and it's fun at like for everybody and everything. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I, I couldn't even argue with no, that. No, it's an all-time great. I think <laughs> UMVC3 might be one of the best fighting games ever. I think you're honestly. right. <laughs> I honestly, think you're right, dude. <laughs> in some weird ways, so I was like, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I agree. Now, yeah. X-Factor, yeah, it's probably the strongest. But the thing is that it's, it's also maybe the worst because it was just like not apportioned well. Right. Right. So okay, Virgil's ridiculous, right? And Strider was yeah, like. Yeah, this is two characters that yeah, are just like uh, wild times. Right. Um, other characters just didn't get the benefit. Like Hulk and Thor just didn't get a speed boost mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Uh, and they just like didn't balance it right. that great. Like if they had that same idea, but they balanced it across the characters well, they, a little they, bit differently. They, they, they should have just made it so that it was universal for everybody. I, the reason why I'm always worried about those kind of balancing mechanics is it's always their initial opinion. Right. And you're and I've already said this. If you can go into a game knowing what your tier list is right away, then you've made a bad fighting mm. game, right? They probably thought it would be too broken if Hulk and Thor got a speed boost. Maybe, yeah. But and maybe it would have been. I don't, know. I don't know, right? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, to be honest with you, like, <laughs> Virgil is like... The silliest thing ever. I mean, I I remember it was Maximilian who told me that the reason why he hates Virgil so much is because he's everything that Strider should have been. Mm. Because the Gucci belt was Ouroboros, was Ouroboros for level yeah. one. Sure. He has all the range and Strider does not have the range. And like everything that they were scared of Strider, they gave to Virgil. Right. Okay. And he was always like Come on. I can you see know? That. Yeah, so he was always kind of mad about that. So, And I was like, yeah, actually, it's really true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably 
Probably X Factor. That's yeah. that's the wildest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm not essentially opposed to the idea of comeback mechanics. I don't want particularly strong ones, but like the idea of X Factor is okay for me. Well, also because you just can the use implementation X of it. at the very beginning. Yeah, right. There's other too, other right? uses. Yeah, other yeah, uses. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh, so uh-huh. the idea of X Factor is fine. Did you need to have? X factors level one, two, and three, and did right. three need to be extra wild and last that long and right. got damage boost and, and also speed be a boost com- and, and be an alpha counter and be a- so many things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the idea of it is okay to yeah, me. Right, right. So I'm not I'm not opposed to combat mechanics. I just don't want super strong ones. That's yeah. All. Mm-hmm. So is that the question we ended up answering? I guess we anywhere? did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no one voted for it, but we still answered it anyway. Um, so. I actually kind of wanted to talk about why it's cool to hate on mainstream titles. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Let's do that. Let's do that. And I do... Because we answered that zero-vote question, okay. I'm going to answer the other zero-vote question. Okay. I think if we had an all-FGC commentator fighting game, what style would it be? I think it would be sick if we all had our own styles and somehow we were able to blend it together. Dang, okay, Like wow. there was one person with NRS buttons that had a block... <laughs> You know, and did stuff, and another one was more like a Smash Brothers character, and then there was an anime character, and then there was one really neutral, heavy, more Street Fighter character. If somehow you could make it work, that's how I would do it. I guess I'd be the NRS one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know what I'd be at this point in time, so. I'm uh, I'm an NRS commentator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. In conclusion, why is it cool to hate on mainstream titles, especially Capcom? Uh, this is a question asked from the perspective of somebody who doesn't get out of the Capcom bubble, is what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, every game gets hated on, and if you're somebody who only is in the bubble of your game, then the stuff that you hear about is that your game's getting crapped on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are people in your scene who are also crapping on all the other games, and you just don't hear about it. It's, it's, there's just this blindness to things that you aren't yourself experiencing that aren't like right up front. I really think this is an example of that. It's, I don't think it's true at all that Capcom is the, is, it's cool to hate on mainstream titles like Capcom. I think instead that games get hated on. Capcom is traditionally in North America the biggest publisher, the big, biggest fighting game developer. So we see it more. I really think that's it. I'm not, I don't think it's like anything that is, a major deal other than that. I think it's Capcom privilege, Capcom player privilege to have seen this in the light of a Capcom player who only sees the hate against Capcom. Hmm. I mean, I think it's kind of true. <laughs> I do think there's a little bit of truth to it because I feel like MVCI got slaughtered by social media. Like, I feel like that game in particular... Remember how ugly it was? It was a very ugly game. So, if, if we're talking about... it was fun. Yeah, the gameplay was great. If uh-huh. we're talking about super unforced errors... Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that... But is that... Is that what this guy's talking... Is this guy talking about Street Fighter V having a rootkit? Is that, is that what he means? Right, In this right, question? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think, I think this is divorced from the idea of you know, SF5, when it launched, didn't have a, an arcade right? right? Like, right. it's it's the other stuff he's talking about now, and if, it, if it's just that he's ta- upset about people being mad for things that they should be mad about, then that's silly. Maybe, but, I mean, I also do think that there's more acceptance of hating on Street Fighter V than there is on a lot of other games. I don't know. 
it feels that way to me. So because I, I every time I sit here and I say good things about Tekken and I say good things about Soul Calibur, I say good things about BB Tag, I say good things about uh, Dragon Ball or whatever like that. People are always like, "Yeah, that game is cool. That game is really cool." And then I'm like, "Hey, I really like Street Fighter." And then I always get why. And I always get people being like, oh, you're a shill for Capcom. Or I always get people like, this game sucks. Like, that happens clearly more when I say good things about Street Fighter yeah, than when right. I say good things about other games. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I do think that there is a little bit of, you know, that existing. So I just, I think that to the extent that that's true, it's more to do with Capcom actually screwing up in the past Plus the fact that, like I said, Capcom is traditionally the biggest developer here, so it's right. it's the game that we think about more often, and we're kind right. of in this bubble where it's the game that matters the most. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not really true if you go from the other games, the, from the perspective mm -hmm, of other mm -hmm. games. If you ask an NRS fan which series gets ripped on the most, it's NRS. If you ask, um, I would say maybe a Caliber player before this year, they they feel like they got dumped on for a long time, but. We hear about Capcom the most because I think it's just the thing that we see and play the most. Well, yeah, yeah, that that is a big chunk of it. Is that yeah. it is the it was the top dog for a long right. time. It was the main thing, and so that's why you're going to get the more fervent and more passionate yeah, I think that makes sense. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, the DOA not, gets dunked on constantly. That's yeah, true. yeah. So you're not saying that everything gets dunked on equally. You are saying that Capcom yeah. gets dunked on a little bit more. Totally. Because they are the... Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. There you go. There, yeah. Okay. That's what I, I thought you were saying. I'm not that. sure they get dunked on much more like per person or whatever, per viewer, mm -hmm. but there's way more than for other scenes. Mm -hmm. So you just mm -hmm. see it more. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like I said, I mean, even when I try to say good things about other games, I get mostly agreeance from people or just support... But if you watch streams that those games are on, that's a different story. Twitch chat is a Twitch chat is Twitch chat. I just think is just like you can't you can't use that as a basis for everything, for anything. I'm sorry for a large portion of it because it's it's a self perpetuating cycle of anger, right? Because you will get the people going in and talking smack about other games, which will spur them to talk smack about your game, which will spur them to talk smack while they're watching a game that they shouldn't even be watching and stuff like that. I Twitch chat is not you guys, you're all cool. Yeah, except for the Ultra Chen chat. Everybody here's There's cool. this chat is awesome, dude. This chat is awesome. Anyway, but the rest of Twitch chat, they're <laughs> all they all suck, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh, right. kind of thing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. All right. Anything else to say here? Uh, no. I think that's I think that's all good. All right. A few other things to discuss. My God, there's actually a ton to discuss. Are you serious? Uh, Broly DBS, last character of season two for DBFC is coming out. Okay. Coming out uh, in a few days. Yes, cool. yes, yes. They showed a new trailer for him at that Japan tournament. Indeed. And again, seriously, one of that effect that they have on that super mm -hmm. is still just like, I, I still can't process how they it's did that. Cool. I still can't process how they did that. I highly agree. Uh, in Granblue Fantasy Versus, they showed Loane. Oh, I didn't see that. It's right there. Okay, I'll take a look at it later. So they have showed him a little bit before, but they showed a little bit more this time. They also uh, Giuna retweeted something that showed that the uh, characters now 
have will have different weapons. Right, yeah. That yeah. they'll be able to change the weapons, which is actually huge when it comes to the Arc System, the mm, Arc System graphics They've style. never done that. Yeah, they, they, because it's too hard. Right. It's just too hard, but they're figuring out how to do it with the weapons. So now... There, that means they may be one step away from being able to do it to costumes. You know what I mean? Mm. But we'll see how that works. That would be so, super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very fitting with uh, side game stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> with Grandma, uh-huh. really, to have that kind of option. That's cool. In Street Fighter V, they showed off more of the V-Skill 2s. Yes, that's right. That's right. So we've now seen Blanca, Alex, Kage, and then more depth on Poison and Cody's. Yeah, Blanca got his... Ultra 2. He did. It's he has literally Shadow of, or, yeah. of Earth. I haven't seen the details, so I don't know what kind of charge so up he, it is. They just showed him unleashing it. They yeah, never showed him charging he it. He just does a stance and he charges up, and then you yeah. can. It looks like you dash cancel it. Yeah, I guess you can actually hit the whole floor. Or it hits the whole yeah, floor. Yeah, once you. Or something. I don't know if they showed full screen, but they did oh, show did they pretty far an, away. Oh, wait, they did have an in depth yeah, for Blanca. Right I haven't seen that one yet. There okay, it is. I'll go watch it later then. Okay. Yep, they okay. put that out mm, today, I think. Oh, okay. That was earlier today. I haven't checked the checked a lot of stuff. It's today, cool. So okay, okay. I'll take a look at that. Yeah, uh, Alex. I, it's won. it's at least nice for Blanca that he has a way to for sure charge some V meter. Okay. Because he can't really do that now. If you think about it, right? Like he doesn't get that unless he's in a combo. Right. right, right. Mm-hmm. Or if he's like about to build the last hit of V meter to like then right, yeah, cancel. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he at least gets to do that. By the way, thanks to Hyphen for the sub. Yep. And uh. Alex is interesting. Yeah. He's got another one where he charges up again. They seem to be obsessed with this charge up concept here. They do. And then he can cancel specials into special, right? Now, someone said to me in my chat yesterday, oh, are you just going to put the Blanca one on? Yeah, just so you can see it. Okay. Uh, it's linked in the chat. Yeah. So but... he does the thing, and he does the full oh, thing, and yeah, it goes... Yeah, it becomes stronger, That's mostly basically. full screen. Yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. And he then... has a funny little dance afterwards. That's funny. Yeah, and then here's, I think, is the charge dash cancel, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, anyway. But um, the, someone mentioned to me uh, on the, about Alex was, mm. what if you could do it on whiff? Yeah, yeah, so the, the interesting stuff is the ability to maybe do it on block or whiff. Mm-hmm. Those are the cool mm-hmm. ones, because then if you could do that, you could do theoretical cool stuff like um, full screen uh, elbow into... Stomp or into stun gun, right? right, right. For the mix-up that that gives you. Someone was saying do stun gun if they jump away, cancel into the right, to right. the knee drop. Right. So right? if if on block or with, mm-hmm. then I think it would be really cool for Alex that he gets to to cancel special move into special move. But I really doubt that. <laughs> they only showed on hit. Right. Yeah. And I but just they, but they did. There's no in depth yet. No. There's no in depth video Wait. yet. So I, I hope that's true. I just do not expect it. Right. And then in Kage, and then the section for Kage, they showed that Ryu's crouching medium kick might be farther. Might be, yeah. We'll that would have been true. a tricky way for them to like, hey guys, nudge, nudge. Like, so High Fight actually tried to recreate it exactly in Street Fighter V current version. I still feel like that the one that blocks it is like one pixel closer, <laughs> but it still might be true. Maybe. It still might be true. So Maybe. Yeah, don't take that as gospel. We'll yeah, see if that's yeah. true. But, but Kage has the... He, he They gave him Felicia's Delta Kick. 
Oh, yeah, I guess that's, that's what I said, because he even goes up in the air, like, whoa, and then he dives down. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Or Colossus is super anyway. Yeah. Bam! I feel like I've seen that move in a lot of games. Yeah. But yeah, he's got that. Uh, That probably won't be safe. It doesn't look like right. it. Right. Just that the utility of that move, if it were safe, is... It's kind of good. Be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, For Poison, they talked more about it. It's a little flippity forward kick that she can do an attack kick out of if she wants to. She doesn't need to. So she has the option to just use it for movement or for combos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of the Poison players seem really excited yeah. about it. So. Cool. Yeah, because then they said they can get out of the corner maybe a little easier right, now. Right. So that's a big deal for them. Yeah, like what if Rashid starts doing a whirlwind yeah, and then you just uh-huh. go forward, right? You're just out of there. Now, here's a question. Did they ever show this in the in any of the videos of canceling the kick into a V-trigger activation? They didn't show it. that would be huge. That would be big. If you could, like, you're next to someone and you just roll, pow, V-trigger activation there sure. in the corner now. Sure. Oh, that, that would be really cool. Huge. Yeah. That would be really, really huge. So yeah, we'll see. They're continuing to show more V skills. Most days they show a V skill, or mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. put a little video out on PlayStation or whatever. Okay. Okay. All right, we talked about most of that. Evo Japan. We talked oh, about this a little right. bit in the context of Soul Calibur Six, where it will be on the Pro Tour. But in addition to that, the signups for it are getting pretty wild. Smash Ultimate currently has. Almost 3,000 people already signed up. And they're capping it! And they're gonna cap it at 3,072. They're gonna cap Smash Ultimate. All other games combined have under 2,000. So Smash is killing it <laughs> compared to everybody else. Killing it out there. That's so mm-hmm. cool. We all welcome our new Smash uh-huh. Overlords, dude. Nothing yeah. new about that, man. That's been, <laughs> that's been <laughs> happening. That's been happening. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll see if all those players show up. Right, of course, of course, because it's free entry, yeah. so... We'll see if they all show up. But certainly the interest is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else? I mentioned that uh, I thought the finals were this weekend. I guess they already happened. Yep. Ooh, here's some news. Zero is moving to Facebook Gaming for streaming. Put out an announcement for it on YouTube. <laughs> I wonder if I got demonetized. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Oh, man. Anyway, he's yeah, moving over to Facebook. I mean, um, did Facebook pay him a lot of money for that? I mean, I wasn't involved in the deal, but yeah. You gotta imagine I can definitely tell you yes. <laughs> you, don't, you don't give up your whole audience mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. no reason. It's true. You do it because you got paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. 100% you got the big bucks. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, you know, as we were talking about with, uh, what was it, the Jesse license, one player doesn't have so much bargaining power that they can make or break mm-hmm. any streaming service or whatever the, the thing is. So if you want to just take the money, I totally understand. But I also am rooting for Facebook gaming to fail because I don't like Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no ethical winner, right? This service is owned by Amazon, the one that we're streaming on. We mentioned this before, right? Mixer is owned by Microsoft. Google is YouTube. Like, none of these are They're owned by clean the, uh, by in the, any sense. What is it? The, the, there's the 
I, I saw a picture of like the eight richest people in the world own over half the world's money. Hey, cool, great. So we're and here. They're all part of this, right? Yeah, they're doing that. Zuckerberg is one of them. Bezos is one of them, and Bill Gates is one of them. So all the streaming services are 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 part of that. So you know, so yeah. hey, zero's zero's moving over there. And again, from his perspective, the individual offered the chance. Yeah, I get it. You know, take the big money if you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just uh, not a great trend. I'm very happy to have the idea of competition in streaming, mm-hmm. of course. It's just, just don't none like of, that particular one. Yeah, and none of them are winning against Twitch anyway. I really so. doubt it. I really super doubt it. But it's, it's, hey, it's interesting. I, how, I hope so. I hope that there's well, competition. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because I mean, it always depends, right? Because when Friendster first came out, it was a big thing, and then MySpace came. And then was like, haha, the second one always does it better. And I thought MySpace was going to be the one that did it. Then Facebook came and just murdered right. murdered it, basically, right? So there always is a chance for it to give it taken over. But I feel like once they get established enough, like MySpace was established maybe for two years, three years. Right. But Facebook's been around for like, like a decade 15 now. years. Yeah, so it's probably not going to I've actually happen. been on it for 15 years. Dude. By the I way, in 2004. I just want to say this. I just got a notification of my Facebook that we are celebrating our 10-year Facebook friendship. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I wanted to tweet that out. I keep forgetting to. I was just like, this is one of my most important relationships oh, yeah. that I've ever made sure, in my dude. life. So that's awesome. For so sure. 10 years. Year Facebook right. friends. Yeah. Right. We are old motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, like I said, I've been on there for 15 years, so, you know, it's, that's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, that is, that is cool oh, for man. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, the very thing cool. is that I like some aspects of Facebook. I just don't like the other aspects where they're like di- a disinformation factory. Mm-hmm, like, there's, mm-hmm. if they were to clean that stuff up, then fine, but they refuse to do it. So that's right. my issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. The question is who owns Twitter? Is that Jack Dude, right? Uh, he's the founder of it. I don't, oh, okay. I don't really know the ownership structure. But I'm, the person who owns Twitter isn't one of those like super rich I don't think so. internet guys. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. he's probably rich, but he's, he doesn't right, have a hundred right. billion dollars. Right, he's not one of the top eight guys who own over half the world's money. I don't think he is. Yeah, Jack McDude. <laughs> <Jack McDude. laughs> <laughs> That's a hundred percent his name from now on. Jack McDude. Jack yeah. McDude. Rich, but not mega rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 645. It'd be nice if we had a calendar app that didn't turn grandma into a white nationalist. Yeah, it would. It would be. <laughs> All right. Uh... Anyway, congrats to Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Friends with Dick Dick, yeah. <laughs> Richard Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I think was named that? I don't even remember uh, now. Dick. That's right. <laughs> Yes, it was me. It was definitely Anything else to say about Zero and Facebook? Uh, no, no. I actually didn't even know about it. So. Oh, yeah. He put out the news, I believe, today. Mm. He announced it on YouTube and then linked it to everybody on Twitter. Yeah, like I said, I've been busy all day. I haven't had a chance to check the social media, so I've been out of the loop today. So. All right. In cooler news... All Street Fighter V characters have now been used to win tournaments at some level, somewhere in the world. 
Yeah. At some local or major, whatever it may be. Non-CPT event. He's, the high fight said specifically. Non-CPT event. Every character has won a tournament. Yeah. So high fight. So again, like whether locals or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, every character. He said Sakura was the last one. And Kusanagi finally did that in Mexico. He won with Sakura. And so every character character. has won a tournament. I think that's really cool. And it's it's like, that's my understanding of the game. That's That's my feeling about the game. That it is actually pretty balanced. But when you are at this super high level, $100,000 is on the line, at that extreme point, I feel like that just, that would make anything warped. Like, regardless of of how balanced the game is, that warps it. Like, you see it in, even in Tekken, right? People were playing Akuma while he was, Mm -hmm. like, you you see it. And it makes sense from the player's perspective. I said, like, you take all of those Third Strike fanboys, all the ST fanboys... You give them a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar tournament. You see how happy mm. they are that Zangief sucks. Oh, yeah. I'm playing and Claw. Ki- and that cute, yeah, hundred percent. I wouldn't be playing Cammy. Of, of course. Why would I the hell I be playing Cammy? Why no, would no I be doubt. limiting myself like this? Yeah. Jeez, you know. I would like, like to earn hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's a completely different thing. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. So yeah, find a new rival. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the um, it just makes it so that. Characters who are not as strong, there's just not as reason to play them. Right. But the strength that they have, I think, is clear. Like, I think I said it somewhere else. It was like someone was talking about bad characters, and like we were talking about like Ed or whatever, like that. And I was like, Ed is not even remotely close to how bad the bad characters were in the previous games. I mean, there were some characters that literally just like they just didn't exist. Yeah. That that's how bad they were. You yep. know what I mean? Not counting the joke characters. No, you're right. Yeah. Not even Alpha One, dude. Like Adon. Like I don't even know what the hell they did to Adon. Everybody in that game had chain combos. For some reason, the Shoto right. had every chain combo in the world. Adon's chain combo was standing strong to crouching medium kick. That was the only chain combo he had. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know why they were such. They were so mad at Adon. They're like, you know what? You, yeah, whatever. You don't need chain combos. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Or Adon, Adon. But yeah, look, SF5 is pretty balanced. This is, I think, a good look at that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the level of the top level CPT players, yeah, if I were one of them, I'd be using one of six or seven characters yeah. too. I would do the same. I would be playing G. G and Dictator. G and Dictator, huh? I would be probably playing Cammy. <laughs> Cammy's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I guess that's I've it. I've got one more thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just want to talk about this really quick. Uh, the Koyo store uh, is a store that's in the UK. Okay. And they have gotten the license to Street Fighter stuff. And they sent me some cool stuff. Okay. And so I just wanted to thank them for sending me Ooh, cool stuff uh, by showing you some of the stuff that they sent me over here. So here you go. I have this over here. This is a Street Fighter pin set. And you can see here, Ooh. they've got Street Fighter pins here. Very, very nice pins, by Indeed. the way. These are all embossed and stuff like that. Too. I mean, look at this. This is like embossed. This is the Furin Kazan from uh, Ryu's belt and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. They also sent me this one here, 
which is the which is Ryu, Ryu and Ken who are falling out of their place over here, and the Street Fighter logo like so. Well, there you go. <laughs> Wire hell, yes. Wire hell. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's that one there, and this one, of course, is is for me is like really really cool. Um, is that they have the headshots from Super Turbo Ooh. for. Unfortunately, not the new challengers, so there's no Cami or Fei Long or T-Hawk or DJ. And these are more of the HD art than the actual, uh, mm -hmm. than, the, than the original uh, art. But again, these are all really nice, embossed, and so um, if you can type in, uh, can you type in the Koyo store? K-O-Y-O store.com in the chat. KOYOstore.com. Yeah, so I just wanted to uh, thank them for sending me these things. They also sent me this, which is uh, from a different group. This is from Tubbs. This is actually kind of hilarious. Okay. So, um, Woo! Thanks, Anonymous Chair, for the bits. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Tubbs, they are making cosplay ducks. Ducks who cosplay? Ducks who cosplay. What do you got here? It's a Blanca duck. Whoa, that's pretty cool. It's a Blanca duck. Oh, wait. Check, check to see if you got the right website on there. Okay. Some people are saying that that website is not secure, so... Uh, I typed in K-O-Y-O store. Did you do the or just K-O-Y-O store? K-O-Y-O. Oh, I think it's the. Oh. I think it's the. Check that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, it's the, the. So, yeah, we've got a Blanca duck over here. Huh. It's got teeth, too. Does it? Oh, yeah, wow. Look at that. Yeah, a Blanca duck here. That's so here. cool. Mess with this. Oh, he's in a little bathtub. Yeah, he's in a little <laughs> bathtub. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then this one is the Ken duck over here, so. He's even got a flaming arm, flaming arm fist. Oh, that's very here. cute. Yeah, it's pretty cute. And they gave me a, a USB key in there too, so. Dang. USB go. key. But quack go. duck. Wait. Yeah. Quack pack. Quack pack. Yeah, exactly. That's, so, that's really funny. Yeah, so these are actually really cool. So, so shout outs to those guys for sending me uh, these things here. Yeah. Uh, I think the pins are not available to be. Oh no, I think they're they're available right now. I saw them on the store. Mm. But the ducks, I think, are coming in a little bit. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I'll probably be showing them this, these things off on my uh, my other my the the, the Dynasty streams. Cool, man. As well. That's awesome. But yeah, it was really cool. Thank you to them for sending me this stuff. So, you know me, I always like weird trinkets like ah, this. Yeah, so, I think that's really cool. Yeah, so I'm super happy to get these things. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. All right, Lacoyo store. <laughs> Ken Duck Face looks better than Ken Faces. Hey, all right. <laughs> By the way, uh, on the last Tuesday show's YouTube upload, we put an ad at the beginning of it, and I was just curious about what people thought about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we would like to do that kind of stuff more often, so we tested that out, and mm -hmm. I think it turned out well. I think that came out all right. And I hope that that was people's impression as well. But let <laughs> some, me know if you thought it sucked. Some people, well, one person in the chat said that was a great ad. So Thank there you. you go. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, these are nice sets here. So let me think about it. <laughs> okay. 
I was actually thinking about wearing some of these things at like Capcom Cup. I think that would be cool. Oh, that yeah, would be cool. But, um, oh, good. I'm about to fall up, drop everything on top of Jasmine here. So Cool. All right. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As well, so people are saying. Did yeah. you really play the game because of the ad? All right. I got to let them know. <sighs> That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, I mean, hopefully we can do more of that, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So if you got, if anybody out there watching is interested in advertising on our YouTube channel, even advertising here, we don't talk about this a lot. We always just go through the stream and end. But, I mean, when we go to break, there's a reason why there's a whole blank space here, you know, in the center of the screen. Because, you know, we can run ads for you guys and everything like that. And then also there's a lot of space at the bottom. I can make more space, mm. splash your stuff down there and everything like that. So if anybody wants to sponsor um, the Tuesday show, we get, you know, we I saw we peaked at like uh, 600 and some viewers earlier today. So, you know, let us know. There you go. All right. There you go. How was okay. your Thanksgiving? Uh, uh, my Thanksgiving was good. Uh, I went home. I always have Thanksgiving lunch with my parents. Ate a lot of food. Wasn't very hungry, but still, I, I used that opportunity for strategy because I drive home. Okay. And I was like, wait, everybody's going to be at home eating dinner right now. And okay. it's on my way back. So I stopped by Popeye's. Wow. And there was no line. Wow. I got a chicken sandwich. Popeyes was open. Popeyes was open, and I, I hope got they were a chicken paying sandwich. their employees well. That sucks. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but you know, I I got. One. I don't mean to make you feel bad. No, I mean it's fine. But like, I I got the chicken sandwich. It was good. I like their chicken more. So if I go back, I would just get their chicken instead of the chicken sandwich. But that's that's just all it comes down. To. Okay. But they didn't have the regular one. They only had the spicy one, and I'm not very good at spicy food, so mm-hmm. that might have also had an effect on it as well. So I might go back and try the regular one one of these mm. days. So, yeah, there you go. So, okay. Yep. Uh, well, I hung out with my family. My brothers came down from Northern California where they live with their girlfriend and wife, respectively. Uh, that was cool. And we hung out for a few days, and my brother gave me a copy of Pokemon Shield. That's right. Yeah, I saw so that. So yeah. what happened was he got one of his friends, his birthday was recently. Mm-hmm. One of his friends gave him a copy of Pokemon Shield. Another friend gave him a copy of Pokemon Shield. Oh, it wasn't even him being generous. So he was he like, look, extra... guys. He goes to me and my other brother, and he's like, look, guys, I got one Pokemon Shield. One of you can have it. Duke it out. And I was like, I guess. And my other brother was like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> Literally, that was the conversation. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go, let's play Street Fighter for it. No, you, know? No, you know, if he had really wanted it, it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He didn't care, uh-huh. so I got it. And now... I have Pokemon Shield. Okay. So I have caught 70 Pokemons. Um, I don't know who their dad is yet, but I'm <laughs> Yeah, that's like what I was going to say. Should have gave it to me so I can finally learn about Pokemon. So I can finally play a Pokemon game in my whole entire life. So. Well, what's cool to me... So I haven't played any Pokemon since Red 20 mm-hmm. years ago. And to me, it's cool to see both how different and the same it is. In some ways, it is extremely much the same. Literally, the text in some cases is the same when you like make a Pokemon confused or whatever. It's literally the same text. But at the same time, obviously, the little world that you're in is new. 3D and everything. Yeah, the graphics are different, obviously. And then many of the Pokemon are different. And although many of them aren't new if you have been playing Pokemon this whole time, for me, 
a lot of them are brand new because right. I just haven't played in forever. Okay. So for me, it's a lot of fun to explore. I'm really having a good time with it. Okay. Uh, it's way too easy, but you know that's yeah, how yeah. it's to be expected. Yeah. The the other thing I also did this uh, vacation was I did make sure I spent some time, and it's one of the reasons why I didn't stream during the weekend at all. Um, was I Marie Kondoed a bunch of stuff in my house ever since Olaf moved in downstairs and you know I moved all of my junk up to the guest room the guest room floor has just not even been walkable right right like there's literally one small path so my cats can get to their litter box and then uh, I finally cleaned out a bunch of stuff in a bunch of my closets that have been there forever threw That's away good. a bunch of old boxes and That's stuff really cool. like that and then I cleaned up a bunch of the stuff. I actually threw away a lot of stuff that uh, I've, I've been holding on to for a very long That's time. That's really cool, man. For no reason. Uh, I do have about a 10-year-old brand-new condition rollerblade. And it's rollerblade roller brand. Roller yeah, yeah uh, like legit rollerblade, size 10. If anybody in SoCal who's watching this stream wants rollerblades that are size 10 U.S., that are in peak condition because I've put them on once in my entire life. A friend who never used them gave them to me, and then I never used them. Got it. Because I was like, don't throw them away. He's like, here, take them. So I took them because they fit me, and then I never used them. So if anybody wants some rollerblades, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come and, uh, and uh, let me know. So I still got my blades. I have, boy, I have... Bowers? How do I not remember this anymore? That was such a huge purchase for me when I got really? like, oh, my new, okay. my latest new, my latest hockey skates. <laughs> uh, now I don't even remember which brand I ended up getting. That's horrible. But anyway, I, I have them. All right, that's what I'll do. I'll put on the rollerblades. I'll put on my bicycle helmet. And I'll go rollerblading and live stream down the street. And <laughs> Look, I mean, you don't live too far from here and stuff. Why don't yeah, you, go, you can go try it out down there. Right. It's a lot of fun. Oh, man. Do people still blade all that much? Uh, I've seen it. I would also need to get knee pads and elbow pads, though, right? So. Well, if you've never done it before, probably you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've should. definitely put them on and, and then took them off. So that's basically it. So, yeah. I have no rollerblading. Yeah, if you've never done it, you should probably wear knee pads <laughs> the first time. Yeah. They're really Dude. not... Not like, hard, but if I could, if I could show you, I actually still have a scar on my knee from when I shred my knee off of my tricycle, basically. James, I have literally so many scars on my knees and elbows that that you can't tell. My literally, my whole elbow is a scar. So, in other words, you're the you're Look the. It's actually true. You see this? This whole region is just all weird looking because the whole thing is a scar. You're the elevator that they scratched all the metal so nobody can actually graffiti onto the That's elevator. That's right. And they're, they're the least important parts of your body, like in terms of the way they look, right? Nobody cares what your elbow looks mm -hmm, like. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's just completely, completely ripped up. Right. But because of that, you can't tell and it's fine. All I'm saying is, you know, hey, be active. It's all good. But I'm just saying, I've shredded my knees like on gravel before to the point where I have reason to be scared about shredding my knees. Oh so. man, I'm seriously <laughs> on gravel. Oh, I've done some weird stuff in my life, James. <laughs> Not just on gravel. Uh, what I would say is if you really are going to try Look, it. your fire coal walking days are, are beyond you now, okay? <laughs> I would try that. I've actually heard that 
I will uh, definitely I try think it. I think it was uh, Mythbusters who did it. Yeah. And sure enough, walking on the coals was better than running on the right. coals. All right, I saw that too. You, it, when you run, you pop them up more, and, and the you more push the heat gets down hot, yeah. harder on them. But when you walk, it's just soft. And right. when they did it, it, they were like, "Whoa, we can literally just walk on it." For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, wrist guards really are more important, I would say, than, than knee guards even, because when you fall, you always fall yeah, like this, yeah, yeah. and you really don't want to break your wrist. That's that. There's more wrist, risk that you break your wrist than that you really screw up your knee in right. falling. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. That's definitely more important. Anyway. All right. All good? Yep. yep. Okay. Mythbusters is lit. I was also a big Carrie Byron fan. So. Who was not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to... I had a thing for redheads, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go play SF5 tonight. Oh, that's right. That's at right. Worlds Collide in that's the right. Valley. So if anybody is watching this show in the San Fernando Valley or can get there tonight, then there's a shindig starting at 9. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will maybe go. I'm not sure because it depends because i got to edit this and everything like that to get you guys the show as fast as possible. So All right, y'all. There you go. All right, guys. Have a good uh, one. See you guys later. Peace out and good night. And where's the bird? By the way, I do not name my Pokemon. I just let them rock their regular names. That's kind of boring, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like that's a little bit out of character for me, but I also just want to know what the Pokemon's names are, and I would never know that if I named them Bugfart29. I'd never have known that. Can't you name a second one if you get a second? Like, yes, you get a repeat, you know, right? So you can have Pikachu and then, like, like um, Yellow Stain or something. Yellow Stain. <laughs> All right. Pikachu. <sighs> yeah, the World's Collide stream is on Commander Jesse's stream. Oh, sick. Okay, So okay. check it out. Uh, I don't remember it offhand, but whatever. Look on Twitter. It's Commander Jesse, and then he'll have the stream there, too.